Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. take care of business last night in emphatic fashion over the vikings i I can't hear it because 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 your gan wagon keeps on revving its tires up man (laughs) let's go uh, barrett you're on you're invited uh you're i was already on with you remember i'm sorry you're you're the co-pilot you are my co-pilot you know and 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 d gun is he was he was halfway off he was holding on by an arm swinging in the back like this so you want to get on fully Derek, or where are you Oh heck! Oh, no, no. See, I was hanging by my hands on the rails before last night's game. Right now, my elbows are over the rails, so I'm over like I'm like <laughs> you're like no, no, I'm not on that wagon yet. No, this is okay. one game. Okay. It was it was by far much better than that first game, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not there yet. It's just All one right. game. Fifteen to go. Fair enough. Fair enough. But welcome in everybody. Sports take on this Tuesday, man. It feels so much better 
after the Eagles win. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. That was dominance, fellas. I know it was only 24-7. If you didn't see the game, you'd say, yeah, maybe it was close for a while. Minnesota kind of hung around. And did the Eagles let the, their foot off the gas pedal a little bit, maybe in the second half? Yeah, but what you needed to know in that game was Jalen Hurts was magnificent. This was the coming out party, the best game of his career. And the defense basically shut down Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, uh, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen at all to the point where they only put up a seven spot. That was fun and that was impressive, guys. That's that's the best quarterback play I've seen since the Super Bowl. Yep, that's how good the quarterback play was. Um, I, I it, it was just an attitude yesterday, an attitude and a want to to be great by everybody. It, it was a want to. This was a this was a statement game that. Anything they put their minds to, they can accomplish it. They just got to keep that same mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. Same players, you know. Same is it? I mean, it's the same people in the play. You know what I'm saying? The same people went out there and played, but it was a different attitude on how they approached the game. Just like you say, Slay, Slay came with an attitude that you know he would not be denied. He would not be stopped. And if you have that attitude, you can do anything. The offensive line, we will not get our butts kicked today. I said butts, mom. We will not get our butts kicked today. Um, the defense line. We're going to get pressure on Cousins. It was just a mindset and attitude out there. That's what you, that's what you saw, man. It was the players have always been there. It's just the attitude changed while they were out there. You know, what I think it was Barrett. I think it was we weren't ha- we won the game week one, but we weren't happy with the way we won the game week exactly. one. And we're exactly. going to show everybody what we really are, Derek. That was absolute command from the quarterback. He was in utter command of everything last night. No question. He had lanes to throw through, uh, throw to. Um, he had enough time. If his, if his first read wasn't open, he went to the second and third progressions. He only missed on five passes last night. What more could you ask from this man? He ran for two touchdowns, threw a beautiful deep strike uh, to Quez Watkins for another touchdown. Um, obviously, uh, he knew he was on the stage. He knew that people wanted to see if this is if this is truly a new and improved Jalen Hurts. He went out there and balled out last night. Uh, You have to give him all the props in the world for what he was able to do, um, how he commanded the pressure, even even what little pressure Minnesota put on him, which I was shocked Ed Donatello didn't ramp up the blitzes more. He basically stuck with his four man rush, which surprised me that he never changed up the zone concept. That's him. That's him. That's unbelievable. That's what Seth said. And he said, you know, Ed Donatello gets all these accolades for being this great defensive mind. Basically, he's been hanging around the game because of people he knew, and he's been in the game so long, but he's never changed his concept of playing as though he doesn't change up. You know, that's what got him fired in Green Bay. And well, that's what got him fired in Minnesota. Bay. Yeah. And that's I was with him get. in Green Bay. And he stunk in Green Bay. He had one good year in Green Bay, and it mm-hmm. was all downhill after that. It's going to get him fired in Minnesota if he doesn't change. Well, because he yeah. had to come out of that zone. You, you you can't just sit back there and let him pick you apart like that in the zone. Well, you you, you well you can pick your poison with that because I think if it had been, if they went man to man, it'd have been worse. It'd have been worse for sure. It'd have been worse because they don't have the horses to run the race like to, to, yeah. to have them go out there and and cover man. There's two, and that's the problem right there. Like they I don't have and, what the Eagles have to be able exactly, to cover man. Exactly. So that's why I was I was confident, and that's why I try to break down with this defense. I could see him going man-to-man with, with anybody on the field. You know, Bradbury, Avante Maddox, uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson, uh, you know, just like they did with Slay. They could go man-to-man across the board, and you don't worry about them being able to cut, uh, cover. It was just the guys up front. The big guys mm-hmm. up front needed to come to the party. 
You know what I'm saying? They need to come to the party. They need to come stag too. They need to come by themselves. You know what I mean? They didn't need anybody else. They didn't bring bring sand to the beach. They need to come by themselves and, and pick up somebody while you're at the party. You know, take one of them offensive linemen out and, and, and dump them on their head. That's what they needed to do. Well, that's why that's why I said I don't understand why Donatel, if you know, why why he didn't put more pressure, send more people, you know, this just, just initially. To. He could afford to. It's it's unbelievable. To. Yeah, but see, okay. D- does Detroit have better defensive personnel yes. than Minnesota across Absolutely. the board? Across, across the, board. the board, yes, they do. Okay, they do. Um, because Minnesota, I mean, Detroit didn't care whether the Eagles were scoring points or not. Detroit had a mindset; they were coming to expedite the process. Okay, well, Degon, you told this us. dude sat back. This dude sat back and just said, "He killed his four men. He killed his four guys up front." Well, you, you, t- you don't want to say it. You you don't want to say it. You don't want to broke it down to me. And I went back and watched film on it. Right. And you were exactly right. right. You said that this team was based off their linebackers. Exactly. They're mad, like linebackers. Exactly. If they can't, if their linebackers can't play well, then they wouldn't play well. I, I, that's what you told me. Yeah, so but say, you got send one. You got you got Eric Kendricks, Jordan Hicks. Zed- now Zadaris is is more like a, a Hasim Reddick type. Yep. Yeah, he's more like a Hasim Reddick. But you got to send an extra man at least a couple times. Well, if at least. Did, if they did that, they didn't. They got. They didn't really got ripped because maybe so they didn't, have, they didn't have anybody to cover. Like the Eagle, Jalen Hurts dispersed the ball so easily. Yeah, I, I think this is more of an Eagles thing than yeah, it is a Vikings yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's I, no question this was not the AJ Brown show. No, I look at the first series of the game. Three different running backs touched the ball. Four different wide receivers caught passes on their first uh, scoring drive. Okay. And that was the theme for this offense all night. They dispersed the ball equal, equally across the board. Everybody got a t- – he had eight different receivers in this game last He night. had four receivers with 69-plus yards Absolutely. receiving. Absolutely. Well, look at this. Ed, Ed Donatello, when he, was, when, he was, um, when he was with Green Bay when I was there, he had some horses right. running the race. He had guys like Joe Johnson. Remember Joe Johnson? For Absolutely. Yes. That, that, that's, that's my cousin. That's actually my third cousin. Really? He was there. Uh, they had Holiday. They had uh, Gilbert Brown. They had guys that could go one on one and beat guys one on one. He didn't have that up for. I just kept telling him, Hunter, Hunter's good, but Hunter's kind of you know past his prime right now. Mm. He couldn't generate pressure with the guys up front, and that's what he could do. Remember Von Holiday, how good he was. Oh bro? yeah, yep. He had him coming off the edge. So and he also had um, what's his name uh with the funny name Akbar uh. Oh yeah, um, DG GB something like yeah, that. What was KGB. KGB, they had KGB there. Yeah. They had guys that could come, that could they could mix it up. He didn't have that here in in uh in in, in in with the Vikings. He couldn't get anything going because he didn't have those horses up front. Right, and you're also dealing with a really good offensive line. I made adjustments. I, don't know. Exactly. I mean, this is this again. I think this is an Eagles thing more than it's hard right. to the Vikings. Stuff. Right, but I mean, right. I, they made the adjustments with pass protection that they didn't last week, and they're already dominant in the run game. And the quarterback played as well as a quarterback can play. I mean, well, that, that, it was unbelievable. We were, we're not even crying about the number of penalties we had. Look how much wasted yards we we might have had probably a hundred yards in penalties. It's eighteen he, penalties in two games now, bro. It would they, they'll clean it, it up, and it's it was the, more so timing. Those yeah. were timing things there. You know, that, off the line that happened at the, at the beginning of last season. Remember, yeah. they had an abundance yeah. of penalties the first couple of games, and they ironed exactly. it out. Exactly. They'll get they'll get it right. They'll get that right. But it's funny you should mention the uh, offensive line p- play, Rob, because, you know, we had um, Lane Johnson on after every game. Mm-hmm. And so one of the qu- first questions I asked Lane, because, you know, Barrett brought it up yesterday on the show and he brought it up last week. 
I said, Lane, how much did Jeff Stoutland chew you guys out over the past eight days? And his answer was, D-Gun, I wish I had a, a tape recorder so you could hear what he was saying. He said, you know, this is a man who expects high standards. And when you don't live up to the highest standards, you're going to hear about it. And, yes, we heard about it all week long. Yep. He says, if you could have been a fly on the wall, you'd have heard, you'd heard some choice conversations with Jeff Stoutland. I believe it. And that, that's an accountability group. Kelsey, every chance he, he could last week, put it on him, you know, put it on himself. And that's what those guys do. So I'm not surprised one bit that, that they got their act together. But, you know, we, we've seen good games from Hurts. We've seen moments from Hurts where we're blown away. But we haven't seen them put it all together like that where – I mean, think about what was on full display. The ability to throw a deep ball, you mentioned D-Gun to Watkins. The ability to drop it in the bucket. Like the one that Goddard should have caught. You remember that one? That was over his best throw. Yes, Incredible yes. throw. He, that they, was there. They had a guy over the top, a guy underneath. He dropped a, he dropped a rain, rainbow right in his pocket. Perfect. And, it, and the guy knocked it away as he was falling to the ground. I thought that was his best throw of the night. Yeah. Out of all was, the great throws he made. Oh, no but, doubt. No doubt. The ability to, on, on the RPO – to know when to keep, when not to keep on the first touchdown, which wasn't a super long one, but he keeps it. You see the ability to cut, make a guy miss, drag guys in the end zone. And then you saw it on the later run where he's dragging three, four guys, five, seven yards. He's so damn strong on top of everything else. Absolutely. Right, 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 right. Well, you just, you just knew that guys were held accountable for their play. You know, it, and, you know, you knew they were going to clean up the missed tackles on defense. You knew they were going to clean up the missed tackles assignment bus they were going to um, clean up. You know, there's a lot of times that the defense didn't look right because guys didn't know where they were supposed to be. Like, say what you want to say, C.J. Garner-Johnson, he played a good game last week, but he just didn't know where he was supposed to be at right. times, right. which hurt him. You know, he didn't know where his run fit was because his safety. He wasn't, you know, he didn't play safety while he was with the Saints, you know, the past two years. So he just had to learn what he needed to do. And once he figured it out, once he's now he's figuring it out, he's where he's supposed to be. And when he gets there, he gets there with a purpose. He gets there with an attitude, man. He really does. So, I mean, I, I can only see his game becoming better and better. I can see those, you know, Bradbury and 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 what really set us apart was Slay's. You know, I heard with Slay at the end of the game. So they said, "Look, he's the best in the world." But hey, so am I. Yeah, yeah. And that attitude yeah. right there is what they yeah. need. You know, that's so, right. That's exactly right. You know, Lane Johnson knew he knew he was going to get reamed out all week about not necessarily them being soft, but this is not the standards that we live up to, um, and you know, as 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 an offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles, Coach Stoutland was downright embarrassed of what he saw. So you saw the significant change in the way they the attitude was there. Yeah, you saw Jordan Malata; he came out with there with a purpose. Lane Johnson came out there fired up. You know, Kelsey's flying yeah. around. They have the athletes to be very good. How about Goddard downfield blocking? That's crazy. And, and, I mean, and it, should, it should have been holding on him, actually, on, on the DB anyways. Yeah. On the linebacker anyways. It should have been holding on him, but they didn't throw the flag, so he just turned around and blocked the guy. But it should have been holding on that play. They had uh, they had Cousins shook. Cousins oh, yeah. was straight up shook in that game. That's the, but, that's, but that's the MO on him. If you get pressure on him up the middle, he's not the same quarterback. I mean – I mean, we, we can talk about the Eagles playing the perfect storm, but they gave the Vikings an opportunity to get back this game and make you sweat. A block kick, and of all people, Sippos runs down Patrick Peterson. That tells you how much of a step Patrick Peterson has lost. A ricochet uh, interception, you know, that should have been caught by Gainwell. And what is he doing? He throws floaters. 
you got a guy like Justin Jefferson, he's throwing dying quails up there. He didn't even put it in a position for Jefferson to compete for the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, what the heck was he doing? It all was predicated by the Eagles getting pressure on the middle of him. That's the MO on Cousins. You, you know, if you if you get, try to get him from the outside, he's going to do like a lot of good quarterbacks. He's going to step up and have an extra second to deliver. If you come at him from up the middle, that's not his ball game. He is not. He does not like to play that kind of football. And it showed last night. Yeah. Well, they no, say that, you know a lot of the times why he didn't play. My, my fault, uh, Rob. No, go. No, you're good. You're good. A lot of times he didn't play on great on Monday nights or play good on 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 prime time. Prime time. Games, yeah. Like, it's because he's one of those guys, you know, that everything has to be perfect. He's a, he's 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 caught in a routine, and anytime he gets out of that routine, he plays accordingly. You know, he plays in that. You know, like, all right, well, you know, this is a change. I don't play well with change. I heard he's like though one of those type of guys. Uh -huh. I don't know what you call it. I mean, it's some type of um, it has a name. You know that, you know, it's not like like Rain Man or something, but you know, kind of sort of in the same sense that everything has to be. The right. same way every single. I gotta have Cheerios in the morning, dry Cheerios in the morning. That's like somebody I know. And, and, yeah, and 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 either water or iced tea. I mean, it's that type of deal. And no, yes. and no honey, and no honey. I'm the Kirk Cousins of Sports Talk Radio. No. Yeah, no, no, no honey nut Cheerios. No. Got to be dry Absolutely Cheerios. Absolutely not. We can't. No, have I'm that. just, I'm just joshing with you, man. Yeah. I'm just joking with you, man. But you know, it's no, true. It had well, it had more so to do with everything that the defense and and you know how they felt about the way they played needed to change and they came out with an authoritative mindset that we're better than what we played and then we're going to show you we're better we we come in with a nasty attitude it's that want to man that's all it was yeah. defense is nothing but want to and they came out and they wanted to kick their tail it was one of those atmospheres like the place was on fire like that really was playoff football. ocd that's what it was, ocd okay yeah. my fault. OCD. that really was playoff football though last night i mean that was that had that sense that feel to it yet all the stars there last night on top right, of everything right else. right 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 the, the uh, other players from around the uh the city there last night but it was um I mean, utter dominance. You think about it. Like, that easily could have been a game in the 40s for the Eagles, like somewhere yep. in that neighborhood. And you're exactly. right, Barrett. Clean up the penalties. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's 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 things. There were at least two dropped interceptions. Like, they, that could have been destruction. They're not there yet, but they took huge strides from week one to week two. This was Absolutely. enormous. Two. Slay should have had five interceptions yeah. last yep. night. Yeah. Yep. He, should have, he, should, he could have made the Pro Bowl off that one game last night. Mm -hmm. Well, he definitely made the Pro Bowl off that one game because – he literally dominated uh, Jefferson. He dominated him. You know, he, there was nothing he could do. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was in his hip pocket the entire day, the entire day. So, I mean, this, it just comes with an attitude, man. I love the attitude that they came out with. You could see in their eyes that they were dead set on playing the game of their lives. And they just got to keep playing like that. You know, and it's an attitude when you get on the field, you know, that the Steelers have when we hey, won the Super Bowl. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, what was Fitness what, Rebel is correct. You're right. You're right. What, wait, we agreed to sing if they won? Yes, we yeah. did. I thought there was another stipulation involved. There was here. another stipulation. I don't there think was? was? I thought it was just if they win. I, I thought no, it was another I stipulation. I knew they were going to win. Mm. I knew they were going to win. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Fitness Rebel's right. Eagles to win. Yeah. Rob I, think just, we, I think we have to sing, guys. I think maybe we'll do it at the beginning of the next segment. Rob, Rob just wants to sing because. Um, he wants to hear. He wants everybody to know he also has a golden tone. No, I. Uh, you are the. You're the singer of, the, the singer, of our yeah, group yeah. of our band here, our trio. Yeah. You're the singer, D. Yeah, if it was okay. the Jackson, if it was the Jackson Three, I'm Tito. All right. <laughs> I'm Jermaine. <laughs> right. I'm Tito. I don't yes. sing. Ooh, uh, I, I just play the guitar, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I play the guitar. Wow. <laughs> so we What's will that? do it. We'll do it. Hey, 
Did you say Xander says 750 likes? Was that Can we do? 750 uh, likes? That's how we... No, I I, I would say... We're just going to go do it, man. You know, if Fitness Rebel, you, know, you say you want to... We're gonna wow. Hey, how about we do this? How about today we set our all-time record for likes? There we go. The Eagles won well, last night. We're, we're, we're going to crush Eagles all day long, but let's crush the like button. What's our all-time record? Um, Is it 500? It, it was... Wait, what was it for me to sing? Wasn't it 350? It was 350 yeah. to, for me to sing... I know we've gotten close to 400 before. All right, let's let's, let's wait, shoot for four. Four is a fair number. Let's see if we can get to four today. All right, let's do that. Let's see if we get to four, peeps. Let's do this thing. 400 and we sing? No, we'll sing anyway, I think. Yeah. I only think only if Barrett leads. Barrett yeah. has the lead. Barrett what? has the lead? Barrett I mean, can lead it. I mean, after all, he played for the Eagles, so he, he was there four years, so therefore he should know the fight song inside How and out. How about Barrett starts? I'll pick it up and then you you close it out because you're the only real singer here. In what the- is oh, this? Geez. What is what? Why am I? Why? Come on, man. Well, you play for the Eagles. You, I'm sure the the, the lyrics up on the wall somewhere in the was building. It, was it the same lyrics when I was playing? I don't yes. Think it, I don't yes. think that song was even a song back then. Wow. It was. It wasn't yeah. as big then, but it was. No. It was around. It, it was, was just those guys. It was that band. What was that band that got the dad? Yeah. The okay. you know. Uh, oh, with the banjos and stuff. Yeah, banjos. Stall, yeah. Stall and Bobby Mantro are the boys. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right, we'll do. We will do that. We will sing today. But think about this. Like, there's so many like stats to dig into. Not to geek out too much here, but Kirk Cousins is your leading rusher with 20 yards. Yep. They yep. absolutely. We haven't gotten into it. Dalvin Cook was a total non-factor. 17 total yards. 17 yards. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, six catches, 48 yards. That is dominance for the guy who's had more receiving yards than anybody the first two years of his career. Just owned him. Just completely owned him. Cousins stunk. He flat out stunk in that game. I mean, th- this was both sides of the ball, man. They couldn't do anything against you, the Eagles. You held that offense to under 300 total yards of offense. You had three interceptions. Um, Adam Thielen didn't even get a ball until the fourth quarter. It was total garbage was, time with Thielen. It was Thielen, total garbage time with him. He was the leading receiver, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He was, was the leading receiver. It was, it was all, all late. late stuff. You put up almost 500 yards of offense against that team. Um, I don't know if you can have a more perfect storm on a grand stage like Monday Night Football. I really yeah. don't. It was that kind of it, it was that kind of performance, man. And look, yeah. I thought it was going to be close. I thought the Eagles would win. I told you I thought they'd kick a field goal late, and that's how they would win. I thought it was going to be that close a game. But, but wait, a win is a win. I you know I don't do all that. No, I'm with you, Barrett. Yeah, and yeah, you had them Eagles winning comfortably. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. But I think it's more so. I mean, just everything. Everybody played. I can't say it enough, and you're gonna he- keep hearing me say it. Eagles played with a purpose. When you play with a purpose, it's easy to go out there and execute. They played with a purpose because they were they were downright embarrassed. Yeah. That they allowed 35 points on their defense. They were embarrassed that you know that they took you know that they let their quarterback get beat up the way they did. They were embarrassed because of that. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they played it enough. Look the way uh, Sanders was running a pill, man, running a rock. And then way they, and we we got to do it, man. We got to start giving our offensive coordinator some props, man. Yeah, Steichen he, was man. Steichen mm-hmm. was hitting he every right a note. Great game. And then when he was this, his, the way he had people coming in and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he when when he sub here he is Sanders, boom boom, he's breaking it. You know, five yards here, you know, six yards here. And that's one thing we have to understand. A three-yard run is not a bad run. No. Because you get a three-yard run and then a four-yard run, you're third and three. Very manageable. And Especially for a guy with Hurts wheels. Yeah, and you can make that happen, yeah. you know. So we, we got to get out that every every play has to be a big play. 
every play has to be a, a home run play. No, just keep the chains moving. Mm-hmm. And then we turn around. And, and I love the fact they call it the draw play with Boston Scott. Man, he beautiful, one, beautiful call. Beautiful and then they call. Went, all right, we're gonna run it again. Yep. We're in the same they play stop again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, once once Jalen Hurst start, start on the RPO, start tucking and running from the outside, that froze Minnesota's outside containment. Yep. All of a sudden, you got gaping holes up the middle because all the linebackers were flowing, flowing to Hurst going to the outside. All of a sudden, the, prime example, that draw play where he faked like he was going to pass it and handed it off to Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. Man, he had an alley to run through up the middle, man. And that was the theme for the whole night. Yeah, once, pick your once poison. Hurst, once Hurst hit him on the outside and hurt him a number of times running those RPOs, you know what? The running backs had lanes for days to run through. Bro, I turned around and I um, I, it was a um, it was a play. It was an incomplete pass, but he tried to hit. I forget who it was underneath, and I saw in the back Quez Watkins going over the top. And as soon as Hurst let it go, I looked like, oh my god! Look how he was wide. Um, look how um, uh, Quez Watkins was wide open, going on a little uh nine route. I was like, man, I can't believe how open he was. Turn back around. The very next play, they flip the formation, put them on the other side, run the exact same play again, over the top, Quez Watkins by himself. Out of a timeout. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they saw it. Out of a t- yeah. yeah. So I'm like, bro. I said, because I, I was in there, oh, did you guys see Quez Watkins? I was in there, oh, did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, yeah. So he, um, uh, Pat went back and rewinded and said, yeah. But he let the ball go. You know, as soon as he let the ball go, that, that safety jumped that route. And um and Quez was like Scott. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he needs to hit that. He needs to hit that. Then was went to they went to a timeout. Came back to the next play, flipped the formation, and I'll be darned if he wasn't wide open by himself. The same play, they just ran to the other side. That's being aware of what happened. Then download the information to Steichen. You know, Walker's like, look, I, I'm beating them over the top. They can't compete with my speed. And, right. and you know, you know. You know, Harrison Smith is just not that guy anymore. You know, he used to be my favorite safety. He's just not that guy anymore, man. He's, yeah. He's, 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 and he's been, been around a long time. Yeah, yeah he's, all the time. I, I, I played on the same field as him, so you know yeah. he's old. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I tell you, what stands out to me, and, and look, this doesn't always translate into wins and just everybody playing, being on the same page. Huh? <laughs> I'm saying just playing. I he, I never played against him. Oh. I, was, I was doing the I math in my head, I'm thinking – no, that'd be, that'd be he played like 16 years. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching probably in like time. his 13th year, though. Oh, yeah. No question about that. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. I'm doing math. I'm like, wait a minute. Barrett played with Harrison Smith. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, There's still a few guys, guys left. Brady, you know, a couple other guys. Brady, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Brady, I played. Yeah. I was on There's the same field with him. A few others. Yep. Um, what stands out to me is how talented this team is. Yep. Across the board on both sides. I mean, you have a, an incredibly talented offensive line receiving core. The upgrade from A.J. Brown. You know, from J- Jalen Rager's revenge game uh, to A.J. Brown to your running attack to what you have at the quarterback to the other side of the ball. And I still don't think the defensive line has hit their stride anywhere near it. But the linebackers, T.J. Edwards was out of his mind. He was shot out of a cannon last night um, to the to your defensive backs. I mean, it, this is a, a an across-the-board I'm not telling you they're Buffalo or anything like that, but I'm just telling you, you know, they're in any consideration in terms of a top five best roster. Well, they, they are that talented. <laughs> you didn't never lie. You ain't told nothing but the truth. But you know, to to what you're saying, man, um, the sky's the limit. But they got to keep the same attitude. I was, you know, I'll reference it again. When I played for the Steelers, as an attitude that when we were in practice, we were playing against the best players in the world. You know, I'm going against uh, Casey Hampton. I know there was no nose guard better than Casey Hampton. Mm. Uh, the, the the one-on-one mental battles that that uh that, that Ben Roethlisberger had playing against Troy Polamalu, 
you know, Ryan Clark, you know, those type of guys, you know, the, the you know, you had guys like, you know, San Antonio Holmes and, 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 um, and you had, uh, you know, great wide receivers out there with, you know, Heinz Ward mm-hmm. going against our secondary. And we're thinking, man, it's harder in practice than it is in games. And nine times out of 10, it was because we felt as though our team was the best team. Our defensive linebacker, man, it's easier going against guys that we don't have to practice it every day. That offensive line we had was amazing going against that defensive line. So once they get that type of attitude, like when they walk on the field, they know they're going to win. Not because they're saying it, but because they're going out and executing it. You know, it, 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 you know, it, it really bodes well. It was all there last night. You know, it was all there on full display, that's for sure. All right, so like I said, we're going to blow the Eagles out today. Uh, we'll, we'll do some NFL stuff as well. Bills rolled the Titans last night. That, you know, I, I had two teams headed in two different directions, the Bills and the Titans, that's for sure, but we'll get into that. Uh, AJ, EJ, excuse me, EJ Smith from the Philadelphia Inquirer, a uh, good friend of the show, is going to be joining us next We'll talk to EJ, get his thoughts on everything that went down. But that was uh, that was one of those performances. And we see them every once in a while. We just kind of step back and say, whoa, man, this is what this team could t- potentially do. And they didn't right. beat up on some awful team either. Like exactly. you're talking about a team that came in riding high after beating the Packers the week before, and they crush them like that. That was, uh, that was impressive, man. So a lot more on the birds. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take on this Eagles Tuesday. Yes, let's hit the lights. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances can be scary, and I am right there in the front of that line. But I can tell you from personal experience that someone I trust is Jim Murray with Principal Financial Group. I, For years, I was searching for the right person to know who to trust with my hard-earned money, and I found that right person, whether it's retirement planning, 401K review, insurance review. You might have a small business. Not sure how to set up your employee benefits. He can help you with that. And if you have questions about anything else, he's there to counsel you and get you through it and steer you in the right direction. I've entrusted my IRA, some 401k rollovers with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You can be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first. 
Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. It made it a little bit easier waking up after the Eagles put it on the Vikings last night as we continue Whoa. this Eagles discussion. You all right, Gunner? You okay? You no. okay? No, I got to bed at 3 in the morning, and I drove two hours back here, got back home at 11.30 this morning. So if you see me like this. Oh, poor guy. You'll be all right. Just get the three, man. That's get all you coffee, need to do. Man. Get some coffee, man. We got to roll. It. Yeah, gotta that's roll. it. That's it. All right. He's I can already see him. He's looking yeah. bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and he joins us right now, does a phenomenal job covering the Eagles. EJ! The Inquirer. You can follow him as well on Twitter, at EJSmith94. What's happening, EJ? How you doing, man? I don't know about bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but I'm not, I'm here. <laughs> You're here. That's, that's all that matters. Hey, uh, what's the old uh, yeah. saying? That half half of uh, life is just showing up, right? That's yep, it, man. Yep. As long as you just show up, <laughs> that's for sure. So, EJ, let I mean. Look, if you're the Eagles, if you're an Eagles fan, it really doesn't get much better than what last night was. I mean, it was all there on full display for you. But we got to start with the headliner, and that's that's Jalen Hurts. I mean, to me, by far the most complete game we've seen him play. This was, I think, nationally, we kind of know what he's capable of potentially. But this is the coming out party. W- what was your sense? Why, why did he look so much in command last night as opposed to moments where you'd see it and sometimes it wasn't quite there? Well, I think that this is the culmination of what he's been talking about all summer. You know, I mean, it's it's in my nature to be skeptical. Right. Mm-hmm. So when he says this is my second, this is the first time I've had, you know, the same offensive coordinator, the same play caller for two years in a row. You know, when he talks about the mechanics, you know, the the, the time he spent in the offseason working on his mechanics and, you know, the coaching staff said all summer he's quicker with his decisions. He looks more decisive, looks more accurate. I was in wait and see mode with all that stuff. And I think. Monday night, you know, last night, that that performance was the culmination of all that stuff. And you could see the work that he put in in the offseason. You could see that he looks more comfortable in the offense. I mean, there were throws last night that he would not have made last season. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. just flat out. Yes. You know, there were there, the, the throw to Goddard at the end of the first half to get him in field goal range. I mean, that's a strike down the middle of the field. It's well-timed. You know, it's he, it was, he was confident in how he threw it. He threw it right where it needed to be. Those are the types of throws that – 
you know, everyone wanted to see from him. And now he's starting to put it together. So, yeah, I mean, I like to always say, like, you know, I try not to be on the roller coaster uh, of the season. Um, but, man, I mean, it is – it's undeniable. I mean, it was his best game of his career by far. And it was really just a, a really, really awesome half. half you know, right. I mean, in the second half, yeah. they kind of they hit a – you know, hit a stall a little bit. But, no, I mean, it's encouraging. It's absolutely encouraging. There's really no other way to put it. EJ, I said that the best throw he threw of the night was the pass that Goddard didn't catch down the sideline when you had coverage <laughs> underneath and over the top. He put a rainbow right on the money, and that's part of that maturation process we've been waiting to see, not just being able to air it out, but those touch passes as well. And that was as, as perfect of a touch pass as you could lay in there between two defenders. Yeah, and I mean, it was just a really good play by Cameron Dancer to break it up because it was, I mean, Goddard got up there and got it. Mm-hmm. And then the next in completion was, it was, you know, he took a shot to AJ Brown down the sideline. You're not going to be mad about that. No. I mean, yeah, for that, for those first 20 passing attempts, I mean, he was about as sharp as you can be. Um, and like I said, you know, the questions going into this season were, were mostly around Jalen Hurts offensively. You know, obviously you had questions about Gannon and the scheme, but on offense, they had the talent. It was, can Jalen Hurts maximize it? And, you know, I wrote this in my uh, my instant analysis after the game. Uh, on Monday night, Jalen had all the answers. When you look yeah, at, well you said. Know, yeah, when you look at this thing, though, do you say it's a travesty by uh, Ed Donatello not really challenging Jalen, or is it just Jalen just being, you know, in a zone? And, you know, just like Jordan used to say, you know, some, there were times at night where I just felt like I wanted the game to last forever. Well, I know he wanted this game to last forever. <laughs> You know, what do you think it was? Was it a direct correlation with that, or do you think it was just Jalen, this is who Jalen is? Yeah, I don't want to take away from what Jalen did, but I do think that, you know, this is this is why we need the full season because, you know, week one he had yep. the man coverage heavy, uh, Detroit Lions, they, they blitzed a lot. And, you know, I, I tweeted it out. Like, you know, if you're going to play man coverage against Jalen Hurts on third down, he's going to run for almost 100 yards and he's going to mm-hmm. break your back a couple of times now. You know, this week was com- the complete opposite side of the spectrum. You know, zone-heavy team, not a lot of blitzes. And you're right, Barrett, they didn't really tra- – they didn't challenge him that much. But, I mean, he can only play the teams that are in front of him. So That's right. this is why I, I'm not coming on here saying that they're going to give him a $240 billion extension uh, by the end of the week. You know, I think it was a really encouraging performance. And, again, it's a performance that I don't think he would have been able to pull off last season. So you're seeing the progress. But, yeah, I do think that the Vikings uh, secondary, you know, definitely – they seem not only did they seem like, you know, dis- discombobulated at times. You know, obviously the Quez Watkins play. Um, was a really well drawn up play by Nick and uh, Shane Steichen, but it was also, I mean, let's let's face it, it was a busted coverage. You know, you don't want that running down the field wide open like that. It was a, it was a busted coverage that happened the play before. They yeah. took a timeout. They came back out. They flipped the they flipped the whole formation, and they ran the exact same plays they did before. And that's why Watkins was wide open. They did the same thing. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. they the backside safety bit on the underneath route, and he just went over the top. Same exact thing. Now, that's what's going to be interesting is the league kind of shifts toward this Fangio influence, too high shell world where, I mean, I feel like a lot of defensive backs don't love that playing style. And, I mean, you could could hear it. Well, I read it in the quotes from the Vikings players after the game. I think they wanted to change things up. I think they were starting to realize, like, this isn't working. And, you know, especially with Jalen Hurts, he works to half a field a lot of the time. And, you know, when you have that one high safety and it's kind of like the same exact picture every single time, I mean, yeah, the Eagles offensive play caller, you know, Shane Steichen and Nick obviously is the one who kind of designs the offense. Those guys took advantage of, you know, what they expected to see. It's what they've seen all summer with uh, Jonathan Gannon. You know, it's obviously a very similar scheme 
And I think you could tell they had comfortability kind of knowing what to get to when they needed a play. You know, they definitely had the answers when uh, when they needed something. EJ, you brought up Gannon. I mean, l- let's go there. The defense that, that got beat up pretty bad week <laughs> one in Detroit. Uh, if I would have told you before the game, you know, you're looking at Je- uh, Justin Jefferson with six catches, 48 yards. You're looking at Kirk Cousins with 221 yards, but three interceptions and a 51.1 passer rating. Dalvin Cook, six rushes, 17 yards. I mean, you would have said, sign me up right now. And and that's really what it was. You saw a veteran quarterback look really shook last night by what was going on. Yeah, and Cousins, Kirk Cousins will do that for you yep. sometimes now. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, credit to the defense because, you know, that was one of the things coming into this game was Kirk Cousins will do that if you can get in his face a couple of times. And, I mean, I watching back that fourth quarter this morning, I mean, every single pass, Kirk Cousins looks like a, like Dirk Nowitzki on a fadeaway. You know, he just <laughs> can't step into anything. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, you know, and that's Gannon's thing is like, you know, he talks about sacks aren't necessarily the end-all, be-all in the scheme which is a departure from like what Eagles fans are used to, you know, with Jim Schwartz, it was that attacking front four and, you know, they wanted to get to the quarterback and, you know, they wanted to, you know, basically limit explosive plays through pressure. Now with Gannon's scheme, they're limiting it with softer coverage. And, you know, as a result, the ball gets out quicker. And sometimes, you know, guys aren't going to get home. They're not going to get sacks, but Javon Hargrave had a really, really key pressure on the first area slay interception. You know, Josh Sweat was getting to Kirk Cousins. And again, like I said, it was obviously affecting him that the pressure mm-hmm. was getting home. And, you know, credit to Gannon for switching it up a little bit. I mean, they blitzed a good amount last night. Um, you know, some of those blitzes were really well-timed. And, you know, some of them lead to Hassan Reddick chasing tight ends and coverage. So we got to call it both ways. But, um, you know, I do think that the way that the, way that the game plan was laid out was definitely uh, – advantageous for the Eagles they got what they needed to get as far as a pass rush and the secondary played lights out I mean credit to the players most of all especially Darius Slay who was matched up against Justin Jefferson for most of the night so so EJ are you uh getting on the Rob Ellis gan wagon like him and Barrett or are you like me are you I'm hanging off the Come back on, of the EJ. rail I refuse to get into the bandwagon don't listen to the haters the wagon yet I, I still I like- need to see more I like the gam wagon. So yes. I, I think I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant. Oh, uh, sorry. I like the, the term. I like the phrase. I'm with okay. you, Gunner. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <ready laughs> you built yes. me up, man, and then you yes. took me right down. That's not cool. Oh, I'm I sorry. Apologize. I like I the name, though. Gam wagon is good. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get the T-shirts. I am trademarking that bad boy, by the way. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Like Just like I said with Jalen Hurts, like the progress, I'm not sure Jonathan Gannon's scheme last year has success against Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins was – a. it's like the – Mendoza line with quarterbacks right like if they play well against the Eagles then they're probably top 15 if they don't play well against the Eagles they're probably bottom 15 well I don't know if I think Kirk Cousins might have had a little bit more success success against last year's group that said I'm not quite there yet I still think there there are some things there that you look at and it's like hmm now like the Hassan Reddick and coverage thing doesn't always bother me you know it's it's going to happen sometimes it irritates the heck out of me (laughs) (laughs) it's situational right you know the first third down in the game they dropped him so they could rush TJ Edwards it's called the sim pressure it's kind of well I call it like a trendy new thing in the league and my dad corrects me he's like that's pretty old actually you know they've been doing that a while 
Um, but, you know, still they drop Hassan and they rush TJ and they get pressure off of it. So, you know, when it works, it works. But, yeah, I agree with you. Sometimes it's like I don't want that guy chasing tight ends and running backs on third down in, the, in coverage. You know, that's not what you paid him all that money to do. So I do think there's still some things that they probably are going to have to iron out against some of the better offenses in the league. But let's make no mistake. I mean, Minnesota put up a lot of points against the Green Bay Packers who have a good defense. And I think Minnesota is a good football team. I know, you know, they didn't necessarily play it like play like it last night, but I think they uh, – I think they definitely have a lot of talent, especially on offense. Well, you know, then th- there it is. You know, we, we're talking about all the glaring stuff they did right, but there's plenty of coachable stuff that they have. You know, they're, they're getting the timing down on, on on passing read option plays, you know, even, even screen plays. You know, I was a line. They would have four penalties with being downfield. Uh, just yeah. like you said, the Hassan Reddick thing. You know, even as far as Davis, you know, Davis taking more than two plays and had to come out. You know, I heard, um, you know, heard Richie and and uh and 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 Rob last night and that's a concern Richie has that maybe he's not ready to play more than two plays in a row yeah when he's out there he's effective for one or two plays and then after that you know it's kind of like he's staying straight up so there are plenty of coachable things in there they could work on you know but after this assessment you have to at least put them in the top where would you put them top four in the NFC yeah, I mean, top four, top three. The NFC, this is it's kind of one of those weird things this year Why where there's not it? really like a clear team that you would point to. You know, like, right. I thought San Francisco was going to be pretty good this year. I'm a little bit cautious on that now. You know, Green Bay, kind of the same thing. I mean, yeah, I don't really – I can't think of a – I mean, the Rams, obviously, Super Bowl defending champs, but they look like they might have taken a step back. I mean, it's going to take them a little while to get their get their footing. So, yeah, there's not really <clears throat> a team. I think it's I think it's going to be matchup dependent by the time we get to the playoffs. Um, you know, get, getting a team that you, you match up favorably to or maybe avoiding a team that, you know, has a scheme that might be tougher for Jalen Hurts or the Eagles defense or whatever it is. So, yeah, I definitely think that – you know, again, we walk, We went into the season like I'm always skeptical. It's like let's let's see them play a couple games first, and at least two games in now, it's like okay, they they get they have the talent. They're going to out talent some teams this season, and they're just going to you know they're going to have to be in these bigger games against these good teams. And I mean, they, there was talk going into this game like, oh, this could help decide like you know the four seed in the NFC playoffs. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings again, like I said, they're a good team. Mm-hmm. So now I do think it's top four, top three at this point, especially. You know, when you think about what's going on with Dallas right now, I mean, they definitely uh, have helped their position in the last two weeks. Hey, EJ, this was like the perfect storm on both sides of the ball for the Eagles last night. And not to nitpick, but as we're watching the game last night, which I'm, I'm screaming, why don't the Eagles run more stunts up front? And they finally run one in the fourth quarter and Josh Sweat yeah. gets a sack. And I'm thinking, why do they not run more stunts? They, they have the personnel to do it. Why not? Why not do it? I think it would be so much more effective because they did have what two quarterback sacks officially, and they put consistent pressure on Cousins right up the middle, which forced them to hurry some throws. But for me, they didn't get him down enough. Considering the way this game was played out, they didn't put him on his back enough in this game. No, I agree with you. Now, part of that is because Cousins gets skittish back there and starts throwing it out. Yeah, true. Uh, but, but no, I'm with you. I mean, even on Fletcher Cox's strip sack, I'm pretty sure that was a stunt too, at least on the mm-hmm. other side. I know Sweat mm-hmm. Sweat ran a tee with whoever – I think it was Hargrave or Milton Williams. I don't know exactly. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, they, they definitely were getting home on a couple of those stunts in the fourth quarter. I mean, whether it's that or you go with a five-down look and you just get one-on-ones across the board, I mean, there's mm-hmm. got to be – some more creative ways there to get the uh, get the front involved because yeah I mean 
I, I remember I tweeted this in like the second quarter because like, you know, Vikings were down 14 nothing. It's like, you know, under Jim Schwartz, this is exactly when the Eagles defense pins their ears back and they start making yep, the Vikings yep. one-dimensional, start getting to the quarterback. And I think that was the drive the Vikings scored. So it's like, you know, not quite there yet. So I do think that you're right. They got to probably get a little bit more creative in trying to generate pressure here. Well, they got a little more diversity in their coverage also. The mere fact that they had uh, Slay traveling – with 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 you know Jefferson, Jefferson. sometimes is, is that's that's big to me, and that just shows he's comfortable enough to have Avante Maddox, uh, Brad, uh Bradbury, uh, even you know CJ uh, Garner Johnson go man to man on the outside with other people. So I mean that comfort level gives me the sense that all right, even if we do go against one of the top notch wide receivers, we can put Slay on them, and everybody else in the back end won't miss a beat. Yeah, that was I mean that was probably that was that was honestly probably the best Slay's played since he's been here. I mean he was playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I saw I think it was Darius Butler said it was teach tape what he was doing last night, and I agree. Like that's, <laughs> that's that was impressive good. stuff. Yeah, teach, right. Yeah. How, that about, how about EJ? How about the play Slay kind of tweaks? Uh, he said he landed awkwardly, whatever it was. They're trying yeah. to say, come out, come out. No, no, I'm staying in. Yep. And then he gets a pick on the very next play <laughs> exactly. after he waves the ball. I mean that was like if that's. It's because it's defense. We probably don't give it as much love as we should. If that's a receiver playing at that level that he was playing at last night, yeah, it's celebrated, you know, universally. But because it's the D back, he doesn't get quite as much love. Yeah, he probably knew he was getting another one his way. I mean, Cousins, <laughs> Cousins yeah, right. was tossing a lot toward him, uh, yeah. you know, not with with not much accuracy. But no, I mean, get back to your point, B Brooks. Like that was the secondary played out of its mind. The whole group did. I mean, Bradbury had a couple missed tackles, but in coverage, mm-hmm. he was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, credit to Gannon because like Chauncey Gardner Johnson is the type of guy you can play all over. And I was curious, like, are they just going to put him in the post for, you know, a hundred percent of his snaps and make him play a position he's never played before. But to Gannon's credit, he's a too high guy. You know, he wants to live in that too high world, but he drops Gardner Johnson a good amount. You know, it kind of lets them vary what they do pre-snap, you know, kind of show different looks. Um, and I do think that as the season progresses, <clears throat> Gardner Johnson being able to kind of man up against, you know, tight ends and, you know, bigger slot receivers being able to kind of get in their face mm-hmm. and play man coverage. That's going to be big for them. I mean, I'm, I think we're seeing a lot more man, especially on money downs for the Eagles this year. Mm. I'll tell you what I like too. a little thing, guys, keep running a play right away for Devontae. I know, yeah. I know Devontae no said, course. oh, I'm good. I don't care. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But it's, I think it's just, I don't know, for lack of a better term, a cool thing to do to kind of get him going early and a smart thing to do. Yeah, they were like really stressing that all week. You know, like Nick uh, in the post game press conference after Detroit, like I just said, we got to get Devontae more involved. And mm-hmm. I did think it was like a little bit like you guys, you know, I I think it was one of my colleagues said like, uh, imagine Andy Reid in that on that topic. He would just be like, he'll get his not a big yeah. deal. And like, you know, I did, I did think like, that's, he'll be fine. You know, and I talked to Devante after the Lions game and he, he was not feeling sorry for himself. He was completely cool. You know, he said, that's how the game went. I'll have my games too. But I agree with you. I think that it's, you know, Nick Sirianni always talks about it, you know, connecting with his players and being in tune with them. And I think that, you know, getting Devante involved early was definitely the message like, Hey, we think you're going to have a big year. You know, we, we probably should have had you more involved last week too, but I mean, listen, when you have A.J. Brown over there, it's kind of like hitting the easy button yeah. sometimes. It's just like, all right, A.J. Brown slant, 12-yard gain, let's keep it moving. So yeah. I think they're still trying to figure it all out. But, no, Devontae's a good player, man. I mean, he's 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 the type of guy who at some point now I think he's going to take a leap. 
you know, usually young receivers, year two, year three, it kind of clicks for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think that he's going to be a big part of the offense. But you're right. I mean, getting him involved early was definitely – uh, it was 1,000% intentional. They wanted to make sure he knew he was going to be a part of the game. Hey, EJ, are you comfortable with the way Gannon is using Reddick up to this point? I mean, two games, no sacks. Now, everybody's salivating. This man had 23 and a half sacks. They want to see sacks. Um, we know he has a deficiency when it comes to defending the run and in pass coverage. He's a pure sack uh, pass rusher, plain and simple. Are, are you comfortable with, with his role right now? Because I'm watching how he's playing, and I'm thinking – you got to move this guy around a little bit more. You got to move him around the way Dallas does with Michael Parsons, the way Minnesota does with uh, Zadarius Smith. You cannot have him being a stationary target on one side the whole game and allowing them to pick him off to know where he is at all times. Yeah, I do think that, like, you know, if you look at what he did in Carolina and Arizona, they definitely do – they scheme some some things up for him. Like, right. you know, we talked about games earlier and we talked about him dropping into coverage. I think that there's going to be times <clears> – <throat> you know, we saw it during camp, like, that he would line up in the A gap and, you know, kind of rush from there. I think that they probably can, you know, afford to give him some more varied looks instead of just, you know, kind of putting him in that Josh Sweat role where it's like, you're just going to rush off the edge 40 times right, tonight, like, right. you know, or whatever it is. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit, a little bit about it earlier. I'm kind of conflicted, but I, I think I've settled on, I'm, I'm not super, uh, when he drops into coverage, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you can't have this guy chasing around tight ends. But <laughs> if he's dropping in the middle of the field and just kind of being yeah. a body in space and, you know, generating that confusion for a quarterback to go, wait a second, like, you know, this is different than what I saw pre-snap. I can get on board with that a couple times a game. But, yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think that he's going to need to be, you know, maybe schemed up a little bit more because he's mm-hmm. a great pass rusher. And yep. it doesn't take away from him if he's getting schemed up. It's just, you know, some some guys – you know, kind of just mix it up. You know, Brandon Graham has a lot of different alignments. Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox does too. You know, it's just kind of part of the uh, part of the equation. I, I was always – go ahead, Doc. Sorry about that. No, you got it. What do you see Davis? Um, What have I seen from him? Yeah, what what do you see from him? Where do you see him at this point? Well, I think like – I mean, I think he's been, you know, as advertised against the run. You know, he's, he's disruptive against the run when they – and he allows them – and this is the biggest thing with him is he allows them to really commit to that five front when they want to. You know, if they want to put five down, Hargrave is a really good one tech, but Davis is just like the quintessential nose tackle, plug it up, nobody can run up the middle. Um, but I think actions speak louder than words with this. Like, you know, they said that they, they thought he could, you know, affect the passer – they aren't playing him on third downs. They clearly don't think he can affect the passer right now. I don't know if it's a conditioning thing. Like I talked to him about that and he says like, I played 10 straight plays every, you know, all the time in training camp. Like, you know, it's not a conditioning thing. I think that right now is probably just bringing him along slowly and acknowledging like we've got Javon Hargrave, we've got Fletcher Cox, BG plays on the inside, sometimes on pass rushing downs. Sweat like, the first you know, play, sweat the first play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, I think that there's a lot of guys in front of him who are probably better pass rushers at this point. But, you know, and I don't think that that's a sign like, of, you know, major concern. But it is like, again, like actions speak louder than words. These guys said that, oh, yeah, we think he can rush the passer. He didn't do it at Georgia, but we think he can do it. Well, maybe it's going to take him a little bit of time to really develop as a pass rusher. And, you know, if his first year is like you're a gap stuffing nose tackle, you know, he's probably got to play a little bit more than he's playing right now to really justify that. But, you know, if he's mostly an early down player or a goal line situation player this year, I still think that that was, you know, justifiable for the pick. I think two or three years from now, if that's still all he is, then that's when you're going to start to wonder like, okay, like, you know, there were some other guys on the board that, you know, you probably could have justified just because it's like, 
And what, how much of a premium is it to have a, you know, two down nose tackle, you know, that you spent a first round pick on, but I don't think we're there yet. I think we've got a, a long ways before that's a, that's a major concern. I'll tell you who I thought was also spectacular last night. EJ was TJ Edwards. I mean, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. And, and also I thought really good in pass coverage. You know, yeah. I, I know, you know, we don't necessarily look at him as that kind of linebacker, but Maybe he's growing into that. I mean, 10 tackles, Baller. tackle for a loss, yep. pass defense, you know, Baller. a hit on a quarterback. He was everywhere, man. So this is my thing with linebackers. It's like, sorry, this might be a little bit of a rant for me. So Do it, man. Like, <laughs> so that position is so instinctual. That position is so much reading your keys and making quick decisions. So people get so infatuated with, like, athletes. Like, you know, not to throw, like, shade at Davion Taylor here, but, like, people get so infatuated with Davion Taylor and, like, Isaiah Simmons and these guys who are crazy, crazy athletes, but don't – they're raw. And it's like, well, if I could just teach them to, you know, if I could just teach them to be instinctual – it's like a lot of those guys aren't going to get there. You know, if you're not instinctual by the time you get in the NFL, that's a real lottery ticket to say like, okay, I'm going to teach you to have NFL instincts. TJ Edwards is like the exact opposite of those guys, you know, wasn't lauded as a great athlete coming out of college. You know, like we don't consider him a great coverage guy because he's not the best athlete, but guess what? Like he's a smart football player. Like he, he's quick. He makes quick decisions and he plays fast because he knows what he's doing out there. He's comfortable out there. You know, it's like, you want to make, even if it's like your coaches will tell you like, Oh, you're going to make a mistake, make it at a thousand miles an hour. Like not only does he not make mistakes, but he plays that that thousand miles an hour. So he can kind of overcome some of those athletic deficiencies that, that, you know, he has on paper because the guy's just, he plays fast. He plays smart. So yeah, even in coverage, like he knows what he's looking at and he can get to the spots he needs to get to. So, yeah, I mean, I think as far as like, you know, obviously like he's not like Fred Warner or Eric Kendricks or anybody like that. But as far as like passable linebackers, which is what the Eagles are really looking for, they don't want to pay big money for these guys. I mean, TJ is like exactly what you want in that role. You know, like he's not going to, he's going to have a lot of tackles. He's going to have great stats, but he's not going to necessarily like be this high priced linebacker, but he's just rock solid. And yeah, I mean, he's fun to watch, you know, because mm -hmm. he does, he plays fast, he plays hard. Um, so yeah, no, I thought he had a great game. All right. Lastly, I know you haven't probably done a ton of advanced work here on on Washington, but they're one and one. They they mm -hmm. lose to the team. The Eagles, you know, kind of escaped and won week one. Mm -hmm. You got any kind of vibe off of them right now, or a little too early yet in the week? Well, I watched some of the game. NFL Sunday Ticket was giving me a nightmare. It was my only Sunday to watch football. Yeah, a lot of NFL yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 I was I was pretty frustrated if I'm yep. being honest. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think Washington's got some talented pass catchers. I really like Terry McLaurin. Like, I think he's one of the more underrated receivers in the league. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he's probably not better than Justin Jefferson. So the Eagles secondary is kind of you know, well-suited, I think, to, to match up against them. <clears throat> and we all know Carson Wentz pretty intimately by now. He's the type of guy, he's going to make a couple throws that might blow your mind or might make your eyes go wide, but he's also going to make some decisions that make you go like, wait a second, what were you thinking there? He's, he'll give you the ball if you if you let him. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, no, I think that Washington's got some talent, but for whatever reason, they just have not been able to put much together the last couple of years. And, I mean, the early indication this season is that that's going to be kind of the case. I, I also thought that the, the Washington game against Detroit kind of was like an interesting measuring, measuring stick for Detroit because, I mean, leaving that game against the Eagles, it's like, well, maybe Detroit won't be terrible this year. Right. Like, they got some talent. They play hard. You know, and mm -hmm. I think that, that that showed against Washington. So, I mean, listen, the Eagles have like a, you know, a four-game stretch here against some pretty, you know, relatively soft opponents. You know, there's definitely a chance that they could go into week seven, like, you know, five and one or four. I mean, four and two might even be a disappointment at this point, which is weird to think <laughs> about. But, um, but the only thing is that, like, 
you know, in the NFL, you lose games, you're supposed to win. So yep. I think yep. you can't, you can't take any of them too light, but yeah, I definitely think that, uh, you know, I mean, they're favored heavily going into this and I think that's justified. Yeah. EJ, great stuff, man. We enjoy your work at the uh, inquire.com. Appreciate Follow you, man. Twitter as Appreciate well. EJ, you, sir. EJ, thanks for a couple minutes, man. Enjoy your day off. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Take care. All right, All right you got it. Hey, speaking of that, guys, so I was we were looking at the schedule last night, right, and try to anticipate the next time the Eagles are going to be underdogs. So they're at Washington this week. Then they go to Jacksonville. It's probably going to be at Arizona. That's what I was going to say. Yep. Right? But some of that depends on how the Cardinals play in, in the interim. But then Dallas home, likely to be favored. By week, Pittsburgh here, likely to be favored. At yeah. Houston, likely to be favored. Washington here, likely to be favored. The way the Colts are going right now, likely to be favored. It may not be again until the 12th week of the season against Green Bay. Green Bay. Bro, yeah. I mean, you, you find a way to find a, a topic, man, because I didn't even think like that. Man. <laughs> you, you, you are a grinder, man. <laughs> Being favorite, uh, that that's that's crazy to think like that because then we get to look at the roster as being too soft as compared to how good the Eagles can be. That's just hard for me to say, you know, because I no, mean, I, I know. know. I, I, I just not, it was just a weird. Uh, no, that's I mean, that's, that's I mean, it's a great topic, and it, yeah. it really made me think because uh, when I was going through the schedule this year, remember when I went through the schedule, I also I, I said honestly said the third game that the Eagles would probably lose against. Uh, the Washington football, well, the commandos, as you yes. call it, commandos. Commandos. But now that I'm thinking about it, I, I don't think they are now. You know, I can change my mind now, and I'm, I'm thinking they're, they're not going to right now. I'm thinking it was going to be, you know, Carson coming out and, you know, hosing it around against everybody. But if they can come together like they came together, and this will be a, a, a worst offensive line they played yesterday. This offensive line is atrocious uh, Washington uh, in yeah. Washington. So I think they have a better time. But then I'm also thinking this, that front four, not seven anymore, it's just the front four. They got some players, man. They do. You know, they got some players. I don't know. It's, 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 um, it's, what's Chase Young's still not Chase back. Young's back. still out. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, Good. but Bob, Good. the only thing I would say is, Barrett, you're, everything you just said is, like, point blank dead on. You know how goofy division games are. Exactly. You know, as exactly. much as this looks, and we're all sniffing ourselves after last night, it's like, man, division games are weird. And the Eagles are six and a half point favorites on a game, you know, a game there. You know, I'm just saying, like, weird stuff happens in the division. Who would have yeah. thought the Giants are 2-0? Right, right. The Giants right, are one right. of six teams that are undefeated. Yeah, right. As we sit right. here after two weeks, and, and the Bengals are 0-2. Raiders are 0-2. It's just, it, this, it's a weird league, and it's especially weird early before everybody starts to really find their, their footing and their identity. So well, I mean, it's scaring me to death that you, you know, we're thinking like this because, you know, this, this, is this is a, what have you done for me lately type of league. Yeah, it is. And you gotta, you know, what, just what Jalen said, you know, keep the rat poison away, watch this game celebrated one day. Then you got to chuck it, you know, you got to flush it like a deuce. And don't look you know back. <laughs> don't look back. <laughs> Uh, but this, this well, he, is what the by, league by the way, though. his father must have hammered these cliches, Ooh, bro. In. Bro, that, that's if you like listen my... to his post game press conference, it's all it is. It, it and I love it, but that's I man, it's amazing. I'm sorry, Gunner. Go I'm the same but way. This I, is, yeah. But this is what the league wanted parody, and, and yep. you know, this generates so much interest across the board. I mean, you talk about six teams being two and oh, there's 11 teams right now that are all one and one, so that's why I would say, you know what, until like week six or seven. That's when you truly find out who the contenders are and who the pretenders are, you know, but it's exactly what the league's doing. They're sitting behind closed doors, patting themselves on the back because yeah. this past Sunday, 
might be typical of what every week might be in the NFL this season. You're going to have three or four games that are going to go down to the wire, and the least expected will be emerging on top instead of being defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that, Derek. All right, I think uh, we need to pay this off. So when we come back, we are going to sing the Eagles fight song. You, you Only if Barrett down? leads. Only right. if Barrett leads. I'll, Barrett will lead. I'll take it. And then, Gunner, you 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 close us out because you're the best singer of the bunch. Does that Not work? me. I have uh, no voice. All right. We'll do it. We will. All right. If, if Derek doesn't step up, I'll, Barrett will start. I'll finish. And and, and Gunner will just lip sync. I'm a man of my word, bro. I'm a yes, man of my we'll word. We'll do it. I'm all right. So we time. will. I, I saw Chris. And Chris, you're right. We need to pay this thing off. So we will do that when we get back. We keep rolling here with the Eagles discussion. We're going to do a little Kirk Cousins. Jalen Hurts breakdown here of the way this game went. Well, uh, we haven't really touched on Jalen Rager and all the revenge he got on the Eagles and the fans last night as he's waiting for that first punt doing this, like, give me more. Okay. Okay, Jalen. So we'll do that as well. So we got a lot of ground to cover when we get back. Barrett, you okay? You have a, a, a inquisitive look on your face. Because I'm trying to go in. I'm, I got game, pa- um, game pass he's, up. He's looking for the lyrics. Oh, you're looking no, for the no, lyrics. No, no, no. Actually, I'm, I got game pass up. And it says fumble. Look, there's a, been a problem with the video. I'm trying to go to Washington to Detroit, and it's trying to. I already paid my membership, and it's Ooh, saying, okay. um, "Choose your plan." I'm like, "What do you mean, choose my plan? I've already choose chosen my plan. I get no. You're not getting me. You're not getting all my money." Yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, get, you'll get that straight now. You got a little time, right, so we'll right, do right. that and, and a lot more. Don't go anywhere. Eagles win 24-7 over the Vikings in impressive, impressive fashion. That's for sure. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Pound the like button. All right, time to talk about Pro Action Restoration. Pro Action Restoration is the place that you call or you reach out to online if you're having any kind of issues when it comes to water or fire or smoke or mold or other issues in your home, on a property that you own, etc. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through this. I went through it on a Saturday. Sometimes you don't really know if a company's going to be available. They're there. They got out there quick. They cleaned it up. They fixed the problem. The price was reasonable, and the crew was unbelievable. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. And again, if it's any of the above, water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, or you can reach them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. You got your voices ready, fellas? We, we, we ready to roll? Are we going to do this thing or not? I think let's we make it happen. It. Let's make it happen. Ready? Yeah, we 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 can't. We, <clears throat> we, don't, we don't write checks that we can't cash. Okay. Right. Right. So, all right. Here's the deal. I'll, I'll get it started, Barrett. I'll give you a little drum beat. Okay. Okay. And then we will go. I'll pick it up, Derek. Your choice. You want to jump on at the end? You jump on. If not, I'll I'll bring it home. All right. So here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly, score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high, and watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Woo! Woo! Connor, hey, you, you are faker. mute the Come entire on. time. You are mute. Here we go. Time yeah. out. That was not me on mute. That Xander didn't unmute me. That Xander, was not me. Xander. Look, look, wow. my, mic, my mic was not on mute. Okay. I'm telling you. Wow. Xander, this is on Xander, you. Xander did this to me. Okay. I was, I was all on board for this. I think he's afraid of your singing, man. He's afraid wow. of your it, – it's, it's a commentary on your voice. Barrett, Dang. good job. He didn't want me to break the Thank mic. You. Thank That's you. right. That's well, right. Hey, well, um, we, we stuck to our promise. They know you can sing, D-Guns. They ain't worried about you singing. Steven they Jackson said that was terrible. He's not wrong. <laughs> no. Our, it was pretty bad. I tried to just gloss over it. We we did not do a good job. But. Right, well, hold on, hold on. It, look, if 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 he – if you're right, Gun, uh, uh, Xander. If I muted him, he couldn't unmute it. No, no, no. When I mute myself, I mute it up here. I mute it up here on my mic. That's where I mute it every time. I never touch the mute on the computer. That's Xander. You ain't getting off Uh that easy. All right. A little controversy Uh here. 
Uh oh. Yes. All I'm gonna say is I I I, I fulfill my. I went. I you know what? Fitness Rebels, right? I went too fast. Sorry. I, I sorry. All right, you know what? You know what? You know because you know Xander's right. trying to cop, cop out of this. Fly eagles fly to on the, on road, the road to, to victory. victory. Barrett, I don't need your help. Thank you. Oh, oh thank. Fly eagles fly. Oh, flight. Flight. Eagles, touchdown. Flight. One two three. I don't care. Hit them low. Hit them high. And watch our eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. E A G L E S, Eagles. There we go. There we go. Much there we better. go. Yeah. Derek, of course, picks us up from from our from yeah. our struggles. Good work out of you. No, G man, I did not want my uh, a solo. Xander, Xander backdoored me on this one. I'm not taking the heat for this. Mute it. I mute myself enough. I admit that. Yes. No, they got it. They got it just right, just right, right there. Uh, what is it? Uh, who was that? Who was that? G Meta, you're right. GG Meta, Gun just wants his solo, no cap. No, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. No, yeah, you know what though? Big Daddy L. Rob is right. Gunner Pendergrass. There you go. That's <laughs> right. Better let it go. Good work. Good work, Eddie. Better yes. let it go. Yeah, just can't. like another TKO. I can't do it. I can't. I'm, I'm Come on, Bear. You can horrible. do it. You, you, you saw what it, I just Bear. did. My All voice right, is. Rob, I feel like, Rob, Rob sounded okay. I was I trying. Was I did yeah, go yeah, too fast. Yeah. Like Fitness Rebel was right. That was a a valid uh, critique of my style. I, I was too excited. I got I got to slow down when I do it. But I tried. <laughs> I tried. I was willing. Um, all right. So uh, this is amazing, guys. You know, we went into this game thinking, okay, Justin Jefferson really hurt the Packers the week before. Crushed the Packers. I'm sorry. Against the uh, yeah, against the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, crushed them. Uh, you crushed them, right? And then um you said that enough, Barrett. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> so he goes out <laughs> last night, and you could let, let's just start with this. I this is what blows me away about Jalen Hurts. So um his first half numbers were probably like good enough for you know what most guys would want in one game. I think he had 250 yards in the first half, nonetheless. But he ends up finishing up. And, and by the way, let me let me just throw this out there too. Um, he becomes the first player in NFL history with 300 plus yards passing, completing more than 80 percent, rushing for multiple TDs in a single game. Not only that, okay, and this is from uh, Brandon Lee Gowton, who a friend of the show. On third down, the 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 down in the NFL, five for five passing, 52 yards, three first downs, five runs, 50 yards, two first downs, and a touchdown. Sacked once, okay. So he dominated in every single phase, 333 yards passing, 10.7 yards per, per pass, a touchdown. The interception, not his fault off of Kenneth Gainwell's hands. Yeah. 108.7 passer rating, almost 84 completion percentage, 57 yards rushing, two touchdowns, 5.2 yards per, per carry. Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, did lead his team with 20 yards, but that's an indictment of his team. But anyway, Cousins, 27 to 46. Keep in mind, a lot of this is garbage late, 221 yep. yards Two, a, a touchdown, three picks, should have had five, uh, 51.1 passer rating. This was uh, no moss when it came to the comparison between these two. It was a total and utter just shellacking of, of this entire team. I mean, even, I mean, there's there's a couple of things, you know, we could, you know, cry about, but no need in crying because I just really thought this team came to play, man. That attitude was there. You know, it can't speak enough about the attitude of going out and just wanting to totally dominate a team. And it wasn't even a – I think I think 
the Minnesota Vikings were just a casualty of war. They weren't necessarily worried about who they were playing. They wanted to get the funk and stank off themselves of how they played against the Lions. And it just so happens that the Vikings were there. You know what I'm saying? They caught a butt whooping that wasn't necessarily supposed to be turned on them. They caught it because they were pissed off about the way they played yep. against the Lions. Yep. So, you know, that's when I know you're, you're a good team. When you're not worried about who you're playing against, as long as you cross your T's and dot your I's, you'll be fine. We didn't necessarily care who we played against when we won the Super Bowl. We just knew that we needed to conquer whoever's in front of us. And I think that's the attitude, a successful attitude the Eagles are having. We'll take care, take care of everything else. We'll take care of all the intangibles. We'll take care of, you know, making sure we correct our wrongs. We're not worried about who we're playing against. Oh, it just so happens that, you know, one of the best receivers out there, and Slate took it upon himself to go out there and totally dominate. Or oh, it didn't matter that, you know, the, that, that Lane Johnson and all those guys got cussed out because of the way they played against Detroit and got their quarterback hit, that they, you know, it was a just they were just a casualty of war of getting slacked up front because they were the next opponent that got the wrath of, of, of why, you know, they got yelled at. You know, so that's when you know you're a good team, when it's a bunch of nameless and faceless people that you're playing against. They don't care if it's the Washington Commanders. They don't care that it's Carson out there. All they care about is totally getting better and whooping who's ever out in front of them. Mm. Well said. There you go. <laughs> that is well said, man. Uh, I'm emotional right now. <laughs> it was one of those – you know, well it's, stated. I know even after, like, the field goal block, there was a little bit of doubt that crept in for a second. Like, uh, all right, I don't know, maybe this thing isn't over. But I, I'm telling you guys, and I never get this way. I am very much – till I hear that final gun – I, I never think a game's over, but I did not feel like Minnesota was going to get back in that game last night. I really no. didn't. You can you can tell Minnesota packed it up and was headed for the buses in the fourth quarter. You see the volume of passes they were dropping. Now it was garbage time. Did you see the passes they were dropping in open space? And yeah. they did, just didn't care. They just they just went back there. Let's get this thing over with. Let's go home. Lick right. our wounds. Regroup. They knew yeah. it was over, even though it was only 24-7. When you have that many chances to get back in the game, you have a goose egg to show for it, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You know, the block punt, the block for you should have motivated him. It didn't. Right. The interception should have motivated him. It didn't because the quarterback turned the ball over again. You know, they were done. Mentally, they were already on the bus. It really looked like, too, that even Dalvin Cook just didn't want to be there, man, last yep. night. You know, and it's a yep. weird thing for this early in the year. It's nice weather, the whole thing. It was, it was, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it was a lot more. The Eagles played great and really set the tone and shook them. But, it, you know, if I'm being fair, I thought the Vikings played like crap last they night. They did. They did. You know, it, and I'll tell you an what, embarrassing I, effort. I, I would bet money on that 26 yard touchdown run by Hurst. When he got to the sidelines, the Vikings are thinking, okay, like most quarterbacks, he's just going to step out of bounds. Right. And by the time they realized he was still churning his legs, it was too late. And he probably underestimated his lower body strength. When you're a quarterback and you're squatting 600 pounds in college, Oof. you know, the lower body strength is, is, is unheard of for a quarterback, especially if his size, because he's not the biggest quarterback out there. But his body strength, his lower body strength is incredible, man. Yep. How he just keeps moving and shedding tacklers. What impressed me, too, was he was rolling to his left and still throwing the ball. It wasn't strictly going to that comfort zone right. where he rolls to his right. He was working the middle of the field. He was dropping in touch passes. Ah, da, da. He, yeah, you know, I ah, mean, da, it was da. all there. It, 
we we get so caught up in his arm strength, which I, which is perfectly fine, by the way. He doesn't have the greatest cannon in the league, but he's got more than enough. But you know that's there, and you saw that with the throw to Watkins, even though he was wide open. But just he can hit a deep ball there. It's the other things. That's what I want to see: progressions. Buy yourself a little bit of time. You know, the sort of the Russell Wilson kind of play where you're not necessarily looking to take off, but just get a little a couple extra seconds there before you make the throw. And he was, I thought he was great with that last night. Yeah, well, I really wanted to see him throw to his weak side, his off, offside, and he did a great job of throwing across his body. That was another thing everybody wanted to see. You know, they talked about his inaccuracy throwing uh, across his body when he rolled to the left. Um, and I think he shut up people last night with that exhibition because several times he was he was on point uh, when he had to do that and roll out. And, and again, that's another significant part of the maturation of Jalen Hurts in terms of elevating himself to a more complete player. Now, we're not going to sit here and say he's a complete quarterback right now, but my goodness, he's getting closer about a minute, that's for sure. Yeah, right, no, right, no right. Doubt. I mean, if you, if you look at if you look at what the going rate for quarterbacks are, you can't tell me that he's not going to make at least forty million dollars a year um, if he keeps playing the way he's playing. I mean, you have to you have to pay accordingly. That's the going rate for quarterbacks right now. That's why the salary cap keeps going up. Yeah, because that's what quarterbacks are making. And what makes him different from any other quarterback? He's winning games. He's executing the offense. He's doing everything that's asked of him. Why can't he get paid also? Why do we have to pay him $30 million or $35 million? Because, you know, what you think he's not, you think his inequities are. No. If he's a franchise quarterback and he becomes his franchise quarterback, then pay him accordingly. Pay that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to get all that out the air right now. You know, if he continues to play the way he's playing, there's no question. There'll be no reason why he's not getting paid like – some of the upper echelon quarterback because if he plays like he played yesterday i don't think there's a team you know that can really compete against this offense and how they deliver the ball you know because there's just so many ways in which they can beat you so many ways they can beat you they have mm-hmm. so many weapons tell me a defense that can really stop them when they're clicking like that buffalo but that would mean they would meet in the super bowl though yeah it's a good problem yeah. to have yeah, yeah that's a good problem to have that's a very good problem to have well i, I can't even see buffalo doing that Okay. Oh, oh! I'm not going there. I'm not going out there yet. Not, not yet. No, not against Sean McDermott's defense, bro. bro, I'm not saying he's not going to have a match. I'm saying the Bills. The Bills are good. I'm not saying he would have a match. It's the Bills are good, but it's not the defense that's necessarily that defense. That defense. Come on, Bear. They're okay. They're okay. Yes, they did, but they're okay. They're the defending number one defense in the league for a reason. Everybody's playing catch up, man, because you I know, get they that. score every time and they guess get on what? the field. And guess what? They give the ball back to the offense also. They're getting people off the field. They're not, they're good. They're good, but it's not like they're just invincible. They don't have no, to your, your point is their, their offense is dominant, but their defense the offense, is yeah. Is, is, yeah. You know, so they're I always in catch up mode, no. and they're they're great because once that offense gets on the field and they start scoring, it's hard for the other opposing defense to stop them. And once you get behind, now you're playing into the Buffalo Bills' favor. Now you got you know forty coming off the edge. You've got uh you you got guys coming you know giving you pass rush through the middle. That's why that team is so well because they get you behind the buck, and then it's hard to get back in because their pass rush is so good. I didn't say I didn't say their defense was invincible. I said they have the best defensive concepts in the league right now for the yeah, last yeah, two yep. years. There's no question about it. Yeah, their offense is a headliner, but they're not understudy. That defense is not an understudy. Was they're making Olivia, a name for themselves Olivia, also. I forget their, their defensive tackle. He's the true. Oh, uh, Ed uh, Ed Ed he was hurt. Ed he didn't Albert, even play yeah. last night, by the yeah. way. Oh, he didn't play yesterday. Season. No, no. And they and they 
you know, destroyed the Titans. I think the Titans are a mess, but anyway. They're I'm absolutely a mess. They are a mess, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they've got to be cleaned up, man. But, I mean, look at them. They got uh, um, they got some pretty good passes. You're right. <laughs> they no, they're, look, they're, they're, Buffalo's yeah. unbelievable. But back to your point about paying him. Here's where I think it's really interesting. The Eagles always try to get ahead of the curve on this, right, which they do yep. it for a couple of reasons. One, you generally get the guy for cheaper. Yep. Two, there's not that – that thing hanging over that, you know, like Baltimore is dealing with, with Mar- with Lamar Jackson, uh, which just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think it's a good thing that the Eagles do that generally, but they're in a, they're in a weird spot right now, right? Where you want to see more of it. it. It was unreal last night, but I think if you're them, you probably let this play out the whole year and you try and get it done mm-hmm. like a, a pretty early in the off season. No, or do you think you think they do it in season? You're now. right. I mean, they're trying to get them on a fair market value. That's that's the gist of what they try to do. They got Lane like that. They got how he does. They got a bunch of guys like that, man. Yeah. You know, uh, they got Jordan Malata like that. Jordan could have held off this year and took him to the bank. Took him to the bank. We're talking about upwards of like 75, 80 million dollars. Instead, they they caught him at 64. Lane Johnson the same way. They did it to Zach Ertz. That's why Zach Ertz was the disgruntled employee. Because yep. he signed a deal before all the other tight ends signed their deals. Remember that. Yeah, because he was all pissed off because you know Kelsey got paid, Kitchens got paid, and he was like, "Well, man, it's my turn to get paid." Oh, you're already paid. Mm-hmm. We already came and, and and took you to the table. You got a contract before anybody else did. And he didn't get fair market value. They get guys before fair market. They got sweat the same way also. So yeah, this, this goes back to Joe Banner. I mean, they've yeah, been doing yeah. this forever. Yep, yep, yep. And, and it's been a good formula for him. But this is different because. You're talking a lot of money, and you, they had the ability to go out and get A.J. Brown and do some of the other things that they did in the offseason because their quarterbacks are so cheap yep, where other exactly. teams can't do it. Yep, exactly. You know? exactly. Just Derek, just look at your, look at Green Bay. You know, Because of what Aaron Rodgers is making, it, it makes it di- difficult for you know with the Devontae Adams or somebody else. Wow. Handcuffs them. It really handcuffs them. Yeah, but you know what? That, that's true. But they pay a Matthew Stafford out west, but they still find a way to go out and get all these free agents. Yeah, the Rams, I don't even know what's going on there. They're it it just blows me. It, blew, it blows me away that they are able to get all these. I'm like, yeah, Les Snead is, is, is like is is like David David Copperfield, man. I mean, yeah. that dude is just I don't know what's happening there. They don't draft anybody, but they just sign people left and right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. like where are you getting all this money from? Yeah, they, they must the be money printing it in California. They must be printing it or something. It must Silicon be, Valley man. Somewhere. Must be. All right. So uh, the the other thing to touch on here is uh, Jalen Rager's return. You know, and to me, it's kind of like I'm glad it's over with, frankly. Right, right. But it was right. a thing for a minute. You know, and you saw. I mean, to his credit, he had a nice run on the jet sweep, and for a while, he was the leading rusher uh, last night. But one catch, seven yards. He fields a punt on his like seven or five, I forget right. what yard line it was, which is not a smart play. And, and the other ones, he doesn't do anything to return. Like it's, this is who he is. I, I, I just, yeah, can't play. He, he, he talked about this being his revenge game. Is that what he did? Yes. He came out and talked to me. <sighs> Young players got to learn to know what to say and what not to say, especially when you're coming into enemy territory. Now he makes a statement like that on his own. If it's a home game for the Vikings, a little bit different, but still, you yeah. should make that mistake. Um, and I tweeted out during the game, I, I just want to stir things up a little bit. I said, why are y'all booing that man? What did he do to you? And people went off when, uh, answering the question when I put it out there about because he never did anything because he's Jalen Rager. It was, right, they they right. just went on and on. And one guy said, Deacon, I see what you're trying to do. I see you stirring it up out there. 
But we all know why we're booing Jalen Rake. And some people, some well, because it's Philadelphia. You know, but I, I thought it was interesting. A lot of the comments I got I thought were interesting in terms of why y'all booing Jalen Rake? What'd he do to you people? Leave that man well, alone. You know, it's not what he did to us, it's what he didn't do. And, and like I said, I have nothing personal against Jalen Rake. Right, he just right. didn't perform up to expectations. Right. I can remember when I did a um I did a breakdown on him. I did a write up on him, I did a breakdown on him. I called him the other guy in the, um, the Big 12 because at the time he came out the same time CeeDee Land came out. And um, I thought he was, I thought he was, you know, pretty good as a, as a matter of fact. I thought he was going to, you know, play well. I thought his run after the catch is what made him good. Um, he's a joy- joystick type of player. When mm-hmm. he gets the ball on returns, when he, you know, his return game is where I thought he was going to make most of his, his money. You know, I really thought he was going to be good because he was good when he was returning kicks. But there was there was telltale signs that you know pointed towards not drafting him. You know, he came, he, he was out of shape when he went to the combine, too heavy at the combine, ran a slow time at the combine. You know, things were just pointing towards, you know, you don't sign that kid. And and they signed him anyways. I mean, I, like I said, I love his family. You know, I love, you know, Monty is my dude, his pops, me and me and Cam came in together. But it was hard for me to talk bad about him when he was the one that's doing the stuff that I was talking about. Yeah. All yeah. I did was just tell the truth about it. I didn't bad mouth him anyway. I just told the truth about it. what he didn't do. You know, that's, that's the only thing I could say is what he couldn't do and what he didn't do. And you know, that I didn't never say anything personal about him. You know, it was never, it was never personal with me. No. You know, the only person that, you know, I had thing I had mm-hmm. with him was his, you know, I know his pops. It's my pops is my dude. Right. Pops is yeah, my dude. Hey, look, it's, He's in a spot where he doesn't have to do he doesn't have to carry them. He's not going to have a you know a big spotlight shining on him. If he's going to succeed, it'll be there where he can kind of just work his way in slowly. They're really only asking him to do a little bit right now. Just so, return. That's all. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. All right. We'll come back. We will continue with the Eagles discussion. We'll go around the NFL too. Uh, the Bills, as we mentioned, just just hammered in the early game. The uh, the Titans last night. Uh, Mike Evans. News on him, little suspension action for Mike Evans. We'll dig into that some too. There's three undefeated teams, AFC, NFC, and we're going to rank them in order in each conference. We'll do that also. Mixing some Phillies, big series starting tonight against the Blue Jays. Some good open talk stuff for you as well. Ben Simmons news. Which huh? Touch on. Yeah. Ben, ben a Simmons, bit. oh my goodness. A little bit. A little bit. We'll get into that as well. Oh, and uh, you know, lastly, before we get a timeout, I thought it was really cool last night that the stars were on display. Like yeah. you had Bradley. Yeah. Oh there, man. Right. And, yep. and, and Jeffrey, and he had an Iverson t-shirt on. You had Bryce Harper. You had James Harden, who Slay gave one of his interceptions. Yeah, on. man. Yep. Like I love, maybe I'm a sucker. I love that stuff. I love the other teams supporting each other, man. I yep. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I love Absolutely it. right. It was, it was the, the, the major players were out in abundance and, 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 and I like the fact that the Eagles played it up. They yep. played it up, you know. Cooper up in the owner's box. You know what I mean? That's what it's supposed. That's where it's supposed to be. Yes. You know, you got you you got you know you got you know the the best player in baseball out with the minions out there. You know, with the fans in trout seats. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> hey, yeah. they've been doing it on the West Coast for years. Remember when it was the Lakers show? You know, oh, yeah. all the stars who would Jack sit Nicholson, courtside. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even today, you know, when you watch the Lakers game, they always go to the people in the stand. Jack Nicholson, I think. He owns one of the networks because he always makes a cameo appearance on a camera. Yep. Uh, when he's a, and that man's what ninety eight years old he's now. Not a Where not they, a young man. Anymore. Where they get a load of me? Exactly, the Joker. Yeah. Red rum, red rum. 
yeah, but I, I just thought that was awesome. And I love seeing the guys get into it. And, you know, Harper had his Eagles hat on. And, and, and again, I like, I just, I know it's it, one thing I, I think there could be a real positive takeaway is I like that Harper, uh, Stott, and Reese Hoskins, who were the three Phillies I knew were there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. They get a little taste of what that atmosphere is like when that yes, place is on fire. Exactly. Like, yeah, hey boys, yeah. let's get to the playoffs and maybe we could taste a little bit of this. Bro, we got to make this happen. We're like, hey man, you see, you see where these fans are? Yeah. Our fans are the same way. Let's make this happen. Let's yeah. go. Let's Amen. Go. Amen. All right, we'll come back with all of that stuff. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ella, sports take on this Tuesday. All right, let's talk razor technology. You got threat vectors evolving. It's never been more important to monitor all changes in your work environment and set up automated alerts for when something violates an existing policy. Get visibility into the, dig- the pivotal changes happening to your systems and networks with IT support from Razor Technology. Change management is an end-to-end solution for tracking changes across all the systems and networks your business administers so that it has transparency into who is making changes with enough time to respond to take corrective action if necessary. An unauthorized user, device, or application doesn't need very long to cause serious financial and reputational damage to an organization by altering, damaging, or stealing sensitive data. That's why Razor Technology uses real-time change detection to catch malicious actors in minutes, not days or weeks. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how our managed IT services can protect and enhance your business. Contact Razor Technology, 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online, razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. 
Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pondley Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pondley Hockey a call. I'm trying to like shove food down my throat during the break. It's just really gross. You do not want to see it. Trust me when I tell you that. Um, you need more gross Cheerios? I did already this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner, I am, as Barrett pointed out earlier, I guess OCD, habitual rain man. I, 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 I have the same breakfast every single day. Yes, I do. I need something to pick me up today. Today was not a... It was easy getting up in the Eagles win, but it's a little bit more of a challenge when you're uh, staying awake. You're rolling a little late. That's all right. No big deal. It's all good. We get to. We're not taking ditches, man. Man, it's easy when you're going to drive two hours to get home. Jeez. Hmm. And you're looking at the same thing over and over. Cow pastures, you know, open fields, barns. And it's like you just put the car on autopilot and let the car drive itself. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. All right. So what what I see a lot of – requests for me to do the uh, the gritty is picking up here. <laughs> is that what's going on is that where we're at now all right well how many likes you i'll ask you guys i'll defer to you i will do it i will do it tomorrow if we get to how many likes are we looking to get to today well to according to g meta we have 250 likes now people keep saying 300 now nah, it's gonna be more than 300 if i had to go 350 to sing you gotta get to 400 to get robbed rob to do the gritty 
Man, if I could, I hit that like button a hundred times just to see that happen. <laughs> How am I doing it though? Like I have such a tight contain contained space here in the uh in the palatial studios. I don't know how here's I'm gonna what do you, it. Here's what you do. So this way you get a reprieve. First of all, ask your daughter, how do I do the gritty? Just to be on the safe side, so you should give you pointer pointers. Have her videotape it and we show the video okay. tomorrow. All right. That'd That's be easier. Deal. Yeah. If we get there, if we get to that number, I will do it tonight or I'll do it tonight. I'll have her record it and uh I'll, i will i'll extend it to xander and we will show it to you guys how's that fair enough that would be amazing sounds okay. good to me all right we're that all would in be amazing all right we're gonna do it Let's i might it. even show up early to see this and i don't have a clue how to do this dance i've seen guys see guys doing it now as their celebration dance on yeah. sunday when they scored but i yeah. will uh i might need a little practice and any okay. pointers are welcome I want to make sure I'm not eating or drinking anything. When no, you, you don't do want to this. do that. You might choke, bro. You Man, might I'm choke. I'll be it's spitting like the, fluid it's like all over my It's like swimming after you eat. You need to wait oh, about a half goodness. hour before <laughs> watching me do this thing. I'm spitting up fluid everywhere, choking on food. Oh, man, <sighs> I'll tell you what. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree. I am. I have Mr. Taz is correct. I am the, the punching bag at this point. I'm not sure how I got that. No, wrong. you're a good sport. You're not like, the punching bag. You're such a good sport. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Um. All right, so we will get right back to the uh, to the Eagles in a second. So, how many? Where are we at? Likewise, I wait, wait, Xander will keep me on. We need twenty nine likes. Joseph Thies says twenty. We need twenty nine likes for what? Three hundred or four hundred? Four, right? At? Then we agree on four. We, we agreed agree on, on four. Yep. All right, we agreed on four. What, right, what are we like at button. now? I will do it. I, you guys know, I will. I will pay it off. So anyway, if we get there. All right. Uh, I want to, I want to hit this and then, and then get back to, uh, to a couple of Eagles points that we didn't get to yet. Cause there was so much to dive into from that game, man. That's for sure. All right. But the Phillies tonight, they take on the blue Jays. You know what, what's really interesting. So I looked at the standings here, AL and NL. We know where the Phillies are for people to, who may not know. Um, the Phillies enter play tonight. They're a half game back of the second wild card. Yep. So they're the third team. As you know, Gunner, they're two and a half up on the on the Brewers yep. who lost last night to the Mets for the third spot. Okay, so right now the the season ended, the Phillies are in. However, if you look at the Blue Jays, they're in a really tight wild oh, yes. card race. Yes, they are. So the Blue Jays right now um, are in first, but man, not by a lot. They're only a game and a half, you know, ahead. So they're they need these games desperately, is what my point is here. Yeah, right, right, and they're right, a good right. ball team. Yeah, good. They are. Team. They have really good yeah. offense. You know, this is going to be. It's only two games, but you really need good Kyle Gibson to show up tonight, and you never know which Kyle Gibson is showing up. This is a. This one is going to be really, really interesting. This is a huge stretch here. Two against Toronto guys, and then four over the weekend: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh -oh. Sunday. Uh oh. Against the Braves. And that was not pretty what happened this past weekend. Oh, boy. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you weren't on, Derek, when we talked about this. It was no, a hideous that weekend. Was not, that Atlanta, was not man. pretty, man. No. It really, it was mm -hmm. bad. They only scored seven runs in three games. Uh-uh. It yeah. was not pretty. Yeah. And I, bro and I broke it down, Rob. Um, the Brewers, after losing to the um, Mets yesterday, they have 15 games left. Right. Their 15 games are against uh, – they got the Mets home for two more. Then they have Cincinnati, St. Louis, Miami, Arizona. So the last two series, the last seven games, favor the Brewers. Yep. All right, when you look at the Phillies, they have Toronto, as you said, two, Atlanta, four. That's going to be huge in terms of, of swing. Yep. Then you get the Cubs for three, Washington, four, and Houston. See, I've been saying this for months. Now, Houston, although they are right now looking pretty, 
I bet you they need those games for something, whether it's positioning. You look at how many teams are stacked up with win totals in the American League right now. Yeah, That is one heck of a race, not just for home field advantage, but just playoff playoffs, period, mm. in the American League. And then you come to San Diego. San Diego has 15 games left. They have three with St. Louis, three with Colorado, three with the Dodgers, three with the Cubs, three with San Francisco. Now, the good thing is St. Louis, the Dodgers, and San Francisco are going to give them fit. San Francisco always gives that team fit. Yeah. So maybe you'll get help there. But the Phillies, they cannot afford to screw up against the likes of the Cubs in Washington over four games. Because when you look at it, seven, nine, nine of their last 16 games are against teams that are going to the playoffs. Yes, exactly. You cannot screw those games up one yeah. iota. And I hope what, we don't go into it those last two games like we did last That's what I'm saying. And the last three, the last three are in Houston. Yeah. Oh, See, we had five games left, and all we need to win was just one game we could I know. Win. Yep. I know. On, it, it, it's on. been the theme the last four years, really. It was two years you. of Girardi, two years of Kapler. Actually, five, you go back five years, I mean, where they've just fallen apart in September. And, you know, to, to have the kind of series that they had in Atlanta where you get swept out and, and it just looks the way that it looked, it, it, you can't help but start thinking back. And I know the team's different. It's not the same exact personnel, but you can't – I mean, it's got to be there to some degree. You know, certainly for the fans, maybe some of the guys who played here in those seasons, it's, it, there's a little thought in the back of your head, I think. It's mm-hmm. troubling, man. It but is. Like you said, though, it's good that they had that atmosphere on Monday night Yeah, just to show – the type of effort that you need to win. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That, them seeing that, Harper seeing that and feeling that. You know he told those guys, hey, guys, you feel this? Do you feel this? We've got to get to this point. We've got to be this 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 team. We have everything we need. We just got to do it. We got to execute. We've got to execute. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hoping Houston calls off the dogs right now. They're sitting at 97 wins. Next closest team is a struggling Yankees team. It's, it's 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 weird saying the Yankees are struggling and they have 88 wins, you know. So I'm know, hoping right? well, I'm hoping they call off the dogs. Derek, what their first half looked like. I oh mean, my goodness, they they have really. Rob, I mean, ju- like Judge games. has to go. Judge has to go nuts for them to win games. Yeah, dude, they were up like by 15 games like back in J- July. I know. Now they're only five and a half games up on Toronto, six and a half up on Tampa. Yeah, and the way Toronto and Tampa are playing right now. Yep. They're sweating, man. They, they shouldn't be a sweat, but they're sweating. Um, that's for sure. So last night, Barrett pointed this out earlier. Um, the Mets clinched the spot and the Dodgers clinched home field throughout. Yeah. I mean, no surprise, you, you know, with the with the Dodgers with the way that they've been playing, but they've clinched throughout. Astros are already in too, by the way, in the A. Yep. They've yep. already clinched at least a playoff spot. So, you know, that that's kind of where things are. They, you hold your fate in your hands. You don't need help. You are in the playoffs right now. That's the biggest thing. It's not like you need 10 miracles to happen with teams that you're not playing. You exactly. have it right in front of you here. So exactly. there's no excuses. You know, and they're they're relatively healthy. Wheeler's pitching uh, tomorrow, so you get Wheeler back. Yeah. You've got Sir yeah. Anthony back. You know, you other than Castellanos, you pretty much have everybody back right now with Harper, et cetera. So guess what, man? You have a giant payroll. You've had a really good year. Don't ruin it here down the stretch in September. Finish it. Well, you know what? I think the skipper's going he, – he, he's he's level-headed enough that I have confidence in him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I a have good way of putting it. Yep. He's level-headed enough. He'll 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 get him going in the right direction. He's not – he's going to bring it down. He's not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. He never gets too high, never gets too low, but he's going to let – hey, guys, this is in your hands. I can't play for you. 
I can't go up there and bat. I can't go out there and pitch. But I can lead you in the right direction. I'll put you in great positions. That's what I can do. I'll handle the bullpen. I'll, I'll get who needs to be out there. Sir, we're going to make sure you, you're coming along just where you need to come along. You know what I'm saying, Sir Anthony? You know, I'm going to put you in a place. But make sure you go out there and make it happen. You know, so I, I have a little more. I have a lot. Not even a little. I have a lot more confidence than I had when I was when we were Girardi. I agree, I mean, Barrett. I agree. I, I, I ha- think. I, yeah. Go ahead, Derek. No, I'm sorry, Rob. Go. I was just going to say, I, I think, I think Thompson has sort of the perfect demeanor for this. Where, yeah, they're coming off a bad series, but you know, he's a flatline guy. There's no panic there. What yep. I do, what I do want to see, and I really admire that. But one thing I don't want to see him do. I don't want to see him just sit on his hands with this lineup. Be proactive and shake it up a little bit. You're not scoring any runs. So do something different. And I know Schwarber's comfortable in the leadoff spot. You know what? Shake it up a little. I want him yeah. to change it up. I want to see yeah. Stott or Bohm or one of those guys lead off. There you go. There you, you know, go. Be proactive. Wow. That's that's, I, I, that's I, huge. I, yeah. I'm surprised you're saying that. Yeah. I, I, at desperate times, call for desperate measures. Man. Yeah. I am more comfortable with a Rob Thompson coach team. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with what I've seen for the last three weeks with his with his pitching staff, except for falters. I'm not comfortable with what I've been seeing. There's there's been too many high moments and low moments mixed in. Yeah, it it used to be you know back in in June and July it was more even keel what they were getting. Not lately. You know Robertson pitches a gem one game. Next two games he can't find the plate, giving up the significant runs. You can say it about the whole pitching staff. Even Sir Anthony, even ha- Sir Anthony's Brogdon. had some issues. I don't, trust Brogdon. I don't yeah. trust Brogdon. What happened to that? Sir Anthony, you know, I, I don't know. Good. I don't know, man. But see, that's what concerns me. And your next six games are against teams that can flat out hit. Yep. Toronto and Atlanta. Okay. So and that that concerns me. You know, um, I, it, it, I used to feel good. You know, if if Alvaro stepped, stepped to the mound, felt good. Yep. Sir Anthony stepped to the mound and felt good. Now I'm like, okay. Let's see what's going to happen tonight. That's the way I am right now. I know. And, I, and I'm, hopefully I'm, I'm not doing the same thing tonight. Okay, let's see what's going to happen now. Derek, you're right. I mean, and this is where, and again, with Gibson tonight, who the heck knows what you're getting from him? Yeah, but you ain't kidding. Ooh. These guys need to go deep, man. And he needs to, he he can't be out of the game in the third inning and you're sitting there saying, oh, man, no. can these guys just, just piecemeal this together? It can't happen. So No, no, no. no he's no. got to be better. That's for right. Sure. It, even more so. I, I You know what? I, I think we can weather the storm, you know, in our relief pitching. I think we can weather the storm even with our starters. Yeah. But I, we need our bats to come alive, that's, man. That's Barrett. the biggest thing. Let's Boom. outscore people, man. That's what Boom. we're. That's what we are. A team that's gonna outscore people. Yep. Let's do this. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying I was surprised you said you want to switch it up. Have Swarber, you know, put them. I mean, where would you put them? What six? Uh, um. I uh, five. I ran the five hole. I, I okay. would. I would probably keep Harper at three. Mm-hmm. I, I Hoskins will be. I probably keep Hoskins at two. I may put him in the five hole. Maybe move Rail Muto up a little bit. I, you, you can always play Stott? around with Rail Muto. I, I I wouldn't have any problem with Stott leading off. I'd have okay. no problem with Stott. I think about Bohm. Those yep. guys get on base and they use all fields. So I would, where are you going to push Schwarber? Five he hole. Five. He said, "Put him in the five. Even the or six. maybe I put him in the cleanup spot behind Harper, and I and I hit Real Muto fifth. That's Ooh. not a bad. That's you not bad at all either. Yeah, it's not bad. But Schwarber's not hitting the ball the way he has been hitting. I don't know why, but well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said mix it up a little bit. So that to me, that caught me as, as something that all right. Yeah, 
I could, I can, I can definitely see Thompson doing that. Okay, you know, just, I, I, just I mix I, it up a little bit. Now that I think about it, how about you go a lefty Harper three, you go Realmuto the righty at four, and you go Schwarber at five, left, right, left. Wow, that's pretty good. Think about it, right? And yeah. then maybe you could go Stott leading mm-hmm. off if you really wanted to get crazy. You could go Bohm hitting two. Uh, that's a lefty righty, and then you go Hoskins hit sixth. He's not going to do all of this, but I, I don't know. I'm just, no, just thinking no. about that. I just rearranged the entire he may, life. He may be listening to you right now like, hmm, that's a great idea. Yeah, Rob Thompson's like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody knows you get people fired. Maybe they'll listen to your lineup suggestion. See that? Just talk to Never Joe Hardy, man. Change that lineup up, Rob, or Never you're know. next. No. Um, all right, so I wanted to throw this at you guys. So uh, Ben Simmons is going to do J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three. What? Wow. This week. Yes. Wow, that's going to be big time. That's going to be interesting because I will say this about Reddick. He, he is him. not afraid to ask the the difficult question. He's not just, you know, trying to be the buddy, the former teammate. You know how it is with, with, with fellow players. Sometimes they don't want to dig in too hard. He's yeah. not afraid to do that. We're going to get some interesting things, I think, out of this. Um, The questions will be there because you're right. Reddick is a very good interviewer. I want to see how – Simmons tiptoes around the answer. That's what I want to see. Will he give him a straightforward, yeah. honest answer? I don't think he will. I think what we've heard about him and what we've basically theorized about him, um, he's not used to being criticized. He's not used to being shunned. He shuts down in big moments. He basically he has unraveled ever since that game we watched on national TV against the Atlanta Hawks. That has been his downfall in a lot of ways. And if I, I'm shocked, number one, that he consented to do the interview, but I don't think he's going to give you anything to hold on to whatsoever. I, I, that's just my personal belief. I, I don't know. I, I think no matter – first off, I think no matter what he says, we're going to react in, in some way of, of, you know. But I I think he's going to say something like to the effect of uh, like his teammates either bailed on him or didn't have his back. And that's going to set everybody off. Like, I think he's going to intimate that Embiid and Doc Rivers didn't have his back with some of the things he had to say. I don't think he's going to go hard with it, but I think he's going to um, passively aggressive sort of throw something out there that's going to set people off. I'm going to do you one better than that. He's not going to comment on anything about Philadelphia. He's going to say, I moved on. You can talk to me about, you know, what we're doing here with the Nets, you know, but I I, I doubt seriously if he goes into into anything with what, you know, his former team. Boy, good, good luck to JJ if he's giving you that. Right, 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 right. Well, it's good luck to JJ anyways. Yeah. And in, in what world have you seen? This dude has not played since that last game, right? He hasn't played well, since the, the Atlanta playoff series right. two years ago. 2020. Yeah. They I mean, right. listen to that. You think he's going to – and man, got paid though. That? You got paid. They still collecting checks. Give yeah. me my money. Give me yeah. my money. I, I would like to take this opportunity to uh, extend a public plea. There's roughly uh, 450 people still in the chat. 400 likes should be a slam dunk. I know all 447 of you, 450, <laughs> have not hit the like button yet. You know, you guys have been doing a great job over the months. You know, if we give you a goal to hit, you've hit it. You've slam dunked it. Yeah, I never thought we surpassed 350 likes. You got me. 
And I did what I had to do. You got Barrett. Rob has been a great sport. I can't believe Rob keeps putting himself in these positions. But <laughs> I can't either. The, right, fact, right, the right. fact that he put himself in these positions, that's right, Jeremiah Butler. I'm speaking it. I want to see 400 likes. Where are we right now? Have we surpassed 300 yet? No, we I last 300 a long time ago. I, yeah, I checked with Xander, um, and we were at like 292. 292. Yeah, so we I have know a, we passed 300 by now. Had to. We have a ways to go. We have a ways to go. So I, I look, I, I want to see it happen. It's good for it's good oh, for the show. Three sixteen. I'm hearing three sixty. GG right, and, and Mr. Right. Brooks have us at a, at a three hundred. So we'll keep doing it. Woo, three seventeen. I believe. <laughs> I believe in the chat room today. <laughs> so we the Rob Bellas would do the gritty, and I promise you, I want to make sure I'm not drinking anything or eating any food because you're gonna have to call paramedics. When I see this video. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those deals, that's for sure. Um, all right, so so back to the uh to the Eagles. I, I wanted to touch on this before we uh dig dig into the uh, teams that are undefeated still. Well, this applies to one of them. Uh, you know what Buffalo's doing right now is, is pretty darn impressive. They um they put up a 24 spot in the third quarter last night. I was watching I know you guys were tied up with pregame shows, uh right, right. And, and you you weren't able to watch it necessarily, but I was watching the beginning of it. The Buffalo Titans game started at like 7, 15, something 15, like that. Right. It looked like for a minute it was going to be a game. Yeah. Like it real believe it or not. And then once right around you know halftime, the Eagles game was it was coinciding with the Eagles game starting and I and I jumped off. Man, I, I flipped back over during one of the commercial breaks, and Buffalo's not only running away with it, Tannehill's benched. I mean, like it was a they just crushed them in the third they put 24 points in the third quarter last night the bills did they could score like that don't be surprised with if within the next week or two they announce that malik willis is your starting quarterback because Tannehill's given them nothing yeah absolutely nothing at least a malik willis is like a, a kyla murray a jalen hurts he can he can dart around back there he can make plays with his legs and when a defense converges on him, you know somebody's coming open. He's got a strong arm. Right. You know, not a not a big guy, not a big, big guy, but man, can he flat out fly. And he and, and people are going to flock to the seats because they want to see this kid. Yeah. You know, you got a sample of him in preseason. He did some great things in preseason. Um, I wouldn't be surprised within the next week or two if this thing keeps spiraling downward. He will take over the reins as your starting quarterback. Well, here's what's yeah. inter- interesting, guys, to me. They decided to trade A.J. Brown. They didn't want to pay him. Okay, fine. You're going to do that. What are you doing to replace him? They draft Traylon Burks, and they acquire Robert Woods, who aren't right now striking fear in anybody, quite frankly. Which You know what that did? That basically took out, cut out Derrick Henry's legs because all teams are doing is saying, we're stopping Derrick Henry. We don't believe in Tannehill. We don't believe in these receivers. There's no fear here for this team, what they're doing. Like, first game, Derrick Henry did nothing. Last night? 13 rushes, 25 yards. That's less than two yards That's per it. carry. That's it. They, yeah. they they cooked themselves by letting A.J. Brown go, in part. I mean, there's other issues there, too. Well, you, you're talking about a team that built their whole credibility on the run game, and last year they didn't have that run game because uh, Derrick Henry got hurt. Then you come back into this year, quarterback caught feelings, really didn't want to play there. Right. You could tell he didn't want to play there. So, I, don't, I mean, how much of that team is going to – how much of the team is being split now? You see this young guy go in during during the preseason and rip it apart. They see you got a chance with him because he's a dual threat. Hmm. He's just young yet, 
has a live arm. I mean, he can he can throw it a country mile. Oh, oh big time. He's just so Strong. undisciplined. Yeah, he's just so undisciplined, man. Yeah, and, he's raw. He's very yeah. raw right now. Yeah. But you see teams like the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. You see teams, you know, like you know the like Kyler Murray, you know, in, in Arizona, um, being able to have guys run around it and make some plays. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean. Of course, they want they want the same thing. So there's definitely a quarterback uh, controversy brewing there, yeah. and it should be a quarterback controversy. Brewing. Yeah, and I, but I just and I, believe me, I don't I could care less about Tannehill. But you did the guy no favors by letting a, a none talent like none. Yeah. Wow. none. You know, hey, they're so desperate. They activated Josh Gordon. He only had one target, no catches last night. I know. <laughs> I mean, they're counting on Robert Woods coming off a really serious injury, and Traylon Burks a rookie. Who, will, who some people had some real question marks about. Yep. You know, even taking him as high as they took him. So, but but back to Buffalo. I mean, what they're doing offensively, man, with the connection with Diggs and, and Allen, uh, you, you know, is just unbelievable. I mean, it's amazing how, how, how much they are a just quick strike, take you apart, and, and what do you know what happened to you and the game's over? That, that's what they've become here. Josh Allen is that dude. He has arrived in his yeah. fifth year in the NFL. They have done a masterful job of building him up. His arm strength is ridiculous. His deep balls, his intermediate throws over the middle, laser throws, accuracy. He is ridiculous right now. Um, and he is up there with the best of the best in the game today. Did you know, um, speaking of that, the the Jalen Hurts is now in the top three in the MVP voting? Right now, uh, odds right now? for odds. I'm not voting. It's uh, MVP odds. Who? It is Allen. <laughs> it's Al. They're not voting yet after two games. It's right. Allen, Mahomes, and and Jalen Hurts are your top three right wow. now. That that uh, speaks volumes in terms of uh, how people now see perceive young Jalen after after just two games. Um, it, it, I'm glad you brought that up because we should bring that up every week to see where he is in terms of the voting, just yeah. to keep a watch. Voting watch. Yes. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, look, it's gonna be interesting. You know, I think that when you do something like he did last night on that stage, people take notice. Vegas takes notice. The the, yep. the the pundits around the country take notice. You know, we always knew, man, this guy's a crazy talent. He's just got to put it all together. It's not all together yet, right? And but they now understand and recognize what he's capable of, and and in turn, what this team could be if he plays that way. And I think can that's what last night served as. Can you imagine if he messed around and won an MVP and, and what they would have to do to sit down in negotiations after that? 45, 45, 45. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, but that's the thing. I mean, is I know Baltimore lost on Sunday, but Lamar Jackson went crazy. All, all happens every single week is that price just goes up and up yes, and up. There and up, is. Yes, up. indeed. That's why this is very strange. You know what they're doing there. That, that that game they're trying to play. I don't quite get it. I didn't get it from the jump. Unless you're just going to let him walk at the end of the year, which I don't know how you do that to your fan base. No, he ain't going anywhere. They'll make sure, you know, John Harbaugh came out and said it in training camp. Yeah. You know, uh, Lamar's going to get paid. But right now we're all about football. He's going to get paid. But I tell you what, first week it was impressive. What he did yesterday in a lose, uh, Sunday in a losing effort against Miami, even more impressive. Mm-hmm. especially when he took off on that 79-yard run. All he's doing is adding more dollars to the bank. That's yep. all he's doing right now. Yeah, you are right about that. All mm-hmm. right, so we come back, three undefeated teams in each conference, NFC, AFC. 
We'll rank those three teams, dive into some other NFL news. Mike Evans suspended for a game for that fight uh, with the Saints. A lot of other stuff that we will will hit as well. Uh, good news from, a, from an injury last night, too, in the, in the Buffalo game, which we'll update you on. Do all of that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek, Barrett, Rob. Let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So do you have any issues with your trees in your yard, on your property, whatever the case may be? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree pruning, uh, stump removal, and tree removal. Keep in mind, we're in that time of year now where we get some bad storms, hurricane season. It's a great time to have your trees evaluated before something bad happens. You go to their Facebook page or their Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call.
right. Welcome back in, everybody. Yes, sports take on this Tuesday. You got to you gotta sort of adjust your your mind, you know what I mean, after an Eagles game. You're like, oh, is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? Like, what's go-? You're still trying to get your bearings. Monday night, yeah. Game. It's tough, bro. It's tough. <laughs> it definitely throws you off, man. That's for sure. But the beauty is you're, you're, you're a day ahead in the week, right? That's how I, I, I try to look at it. How about this? So we're coming off of an unbelievable game where they, where they beat the Vikings. And it's also Wentz week. It's Carson Wentz week. Is it? Is it? I mean, I for know. you guys, I know, I know. we're not going to like really get there until like Thursday or Friday, right? Before we really start looking ahead to it. But most weeks, we'd probably almost already be onto it now. Yes, the absolutely. First time they're facing them, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's crazy because you're leaving. These are like three games that we kind of anticipated from last year. Detroit, the way we beat up on them, turned our turn our season around. You know, with the run game at Detroit, then you come yeah. into Monday night against the Vikings and how we um, how we went and 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 really basically just just beat up them going on our way to the Super Bowl, the dog mass and everything like that. So everything, all that you know kind of went into you know us beating them, and then you turn back around and our former quarterback Carson. Is, a, is this the first time we play against him? Yep. Yeah, last year they didn't time. play. Yeah, that's right. yep. They didn't play Indy. Yeah, I know. It's it's weird. It's like I had to sit there and think for a minute too. Like, have they faced him yet? I mean, right. these upcoming <laughs> weeks are crazy. You're going to get Carson and Doug. Right. You know, Doug coming back. Yep. Right. Oh my goodness! What a beautiful schedule. And, uh, <laughs> so many built, so many built-in storylines. It makes our job that much easier. Well, I, oh, my you know, I, I, I don't know about you guys. Like, I really. Carson's had sort of very Carson-esque kind of games. Like he's had flashes of brilliance, you know, other mistakes. I think he's been more good than bad, but but it's been, you know, up and down, some peaks and valleys for him. I, I don't know, man. Is he going to be like overly hyped, you think? I mean, is he going to be just, just cranked up too hard to go early where he's yes. overthrowing? And yeah, you think so? Yes. He, he'll, he, he's he's going to be a train wreck, you know. Let's hope. And the thing is, we don't know the whole story behind his departure here. We know bits and pieces. We know rumors. We don't really know the whole story. How much was it the organization said enough is enough? How much did he whine to get out of here? You know, we we don't know the whole the whole scenario of what exactly went down with him here. And obviously, we got a little bit better indication with Indianapolis because that goofy owner in Indianapolis he didn't mix words. He didn't no. mix words one iota in no, terms of why not. I had to move on from Carson Wentz. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, he's even hurting his own trade value. Oh my goodness! You know what I mean? He didn't even oh, care. Yeah. He didn't he care didn't at care. that point. Yeah, that was strange. And I mean, he actually yeah. doesn't care about. Um, he doesn't care about his quarterback he has right now. I mean, I, he better get oh, it going. Matt Ryan. Might, yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah. He better get it going, or he might get bounced too. Well. You know he's going to get bounced. It's going to be Reich and, and yeah. Chris Ballard. Who right, are the, right. They're going to get bounced. I mean, this team was set up a couple of years ago. To, you know, and I know luck retiring kind of threw a monkey wrench into everything, but with the offensive line having Jonathan Taylor, it looked like they were set up pretty well. And, and now defense, all of a sudden, man, yeah, defense. they look like they're a mess. Um, that was ugly. That was a listless effort. Uh, they Matt Ryan had zero touchdowns and three picks in that game. What last week? Yeah, he was awful. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, he was really bad. So and they're and they're trying that Denver route. Remember Denver for after it worked with Peyton Manning. Don't get me wrong, but Denver yeah. kept going through that sort of uh, 
get the older guy in there and hope he he plays well, and it never worked yeah, out. Never panned it out. Feels like yeah, Indy's trying to do that same thing. All right, three undefeated teams in each conference. Let's start with the AFC. Miami's undefeated, coming off that that crazy comeback win over Baltimore. Buffalo, we just talked about, but they manhandled the Titans and the Chiefs. Okay, the Chiefs—they're they're your three teams that are undefeated in the AFC. I think I know who's one, but I'll ask anyway. Let's rank them, fellas. If, if, talking AFC of those three teams, what would your pecking order be? Buffalo, Buffalo one. one. Okay. The Chargers. I mean, uh, not the Chargers, but the um, Chiefs. 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 Two. And um, hmm. Dolphins three. The Dolphins, yeah, you have to. That's it. I mean, they're the only three. That's tough. Yeah. How about you, Derek? I agree. Uh, I sat here and I I put it down. It was easy for me to put it down right now. Um, Buffalo, I think, is the most complete team of the three. Kansas City's offense is as explosive as anybody's. Uh, And Miami has uh, won two games in two different styles. They've won. The defense won their first game. The offense, uh, you know, definitely won their second game. Uh, Miami is a very talented team, but because of their 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 so-called history has been limited compared to the other two recent history. I had to put Miami at number three for right now. I think Miami's such an unknown. I, I mean, we know there's crazy talent with Tyreek Hill and Waddle and you know, et cetera. But I, I still think we need to see more of what they are defensively, more of Mike McDaniel, more of can Tua do this every single week. You know, before we know, the other two are much more known quantities right now in the AFC. Right, 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 right. I need to see Miami play more of a complete game on both sides of the ball in the same game, not separate games. Um, I haven't seen that yet. And again, it's only two weeks into the season. So there's still a lot of football to be played. But, you know, since we're talking about it right now, um, you know, Buffalo scored more points than anybody in the league at 72 points. Kansas City is 71, and, and uh, Miami's at 62. Um, so, you know, when it comes neck and neck, I expect to see Buffalo and KC again shooting it out, for probably an AFC championship game. Yeah. You know, I, I, if that happens, I can't wait to see it. I would call in sick. <laughs> no, you won't. Would, you, yes, you'll be sir. talking about it the next day, I hope. Uh, it would take no, me I, two days to come off that high. I'm telling you, I, I, I told you guys, I am weirdly fascinated with Mike McDaniel. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's strange. I was watching his and I don't even know why it was, I was flipping around. The NFL network was having some fun with it. And they showed him. Did you see him entering the game last on Sunday uh, the, him in the tunnel? Excuse me. I got to hop off for one second. All right. Do you think so? They, uh, yeah. they, Derek, they, He's he's like sort of dorky. He's walking in, yep. and he starts like kind of messing with the cat. I'm like, this guy is just out there, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. You know, Baldy told us, you know, this dude is an incredible football mind, but he's a little different. Yeah, and uh, you start to see that when I see, when I've listened to him at the podium, you know, you hear bits and pieces when you watch. I'm like, he doesn't even look like a football coach. How do you think Philadelphia would react to a guy like that? He's very esoteric. He's very sort of quirky, like. Mad, think, mad, mad genius kind. You know? I, I think Philadelphia would pick him apart initially based on looks and voice. Right. But if he won, oh, they gravitate towards him real quick. Yeah. You know, if he was that, if he is as creative an offensive mind as Baldy says he is, oh, this town would embrace him in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, after we got rid of looking, hey, look, this guy don't even look like a coach. Doesn't sound like a coach. 
But once he gets between the stripes, it's like a mad football genius. Philadelphia wouldn't have a problem at all with that. Yeah, it's fair. I agree with Showtime. Like he he what? looks like he looks like he would work at the Genius Bar at Apple. Yes, you yes. know where, it's a great where he could figure it out in two seconds, whatever your problem yep. was, and you're like, I don't know, my it doesn't. Yep. Uh, you know, great description. Pretty, yeah, he's got it done in in, in a second. Uh, that's pretty good. All right, let's jump over to the NFC now. So there are three teams uh, undefeated yep. in the NFC: the Eagles, the Bucks. And the Giants. Now, I never thought we'd be throwing the Giants into that, uh, you know, that that equation. No, no. So, how would you rank them, Derek? I mean, look, the Tampa won in really sort of defensive, ugly fashion. Mm-hmm. Game really flipped in a lot of ways over that fight, which we'll get to in a minute with Mike Evans and Brady and and Lattimore. Uh, they're but they are undefeated, despite mm-hmm. a lot of injuries and stuff with Brady, uh, etc. Giants are the shocker, probably of the league, that they're still one of the undefeated teams. Uh, one week one in a in a gutsy move over Tennessee to go for two, and yep. then one again last week over uh, over the Panthers, and then of course the Eagles. So if you're ranking those three, who would it be? Well, Tampa Bay Eagles, Giants, boom, right there. Um, is is as many health issues as Tampa Bay has, they still got that guy under center. Uh, who is second to none. They've got plenty of weapons. They've got a really good defense. Uh, Todd Bowles is an exceptional defensive mind. Um, And so I have to put Tampa Bay at the top. Eagles are coming on, making a name for themselves. If Jonathan Gannon can play a consistent style of defense like he played against Minnesota, they're going to be in that argument with Tampa Bay for this season. I think the Giants are riding a high right now. They're going to come crashing down to earth soon enough. But look, they, they've they've won two games by a total of six points. The bottom line is they've won those games, okay? They didn't lose those games like they were losing them last year. Um, Brian Dabo has those guys believing in themselves. They're still not healthy yet, yeah. and they're sitting 2-0. and in, in, Unbelievable test coming up on Monday night against Dallas. Uh, so we'll see exactly – we'll get to see those two teams up close and personal on Monday night. But right now i got to put the Giants at number three, mainly because Daniel Jones – uh, he ain't even close to to the Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. So yeah, like I, I I view the Giants this way. I I give total credit to Dable for what he's done there because absolutely. You remember how ugly that was last year with Judge? Yes. They were just ugh. So I, I give them a lot of credit for that for installing some belief in themselves. Yes, but I'm with you. Like if it comes down to crunch time, do I trust Daniel Jones in a big spot? I no. don't. No, and. Teams are going to basically say we're taking Saquon away. He might, you know, like he was okay last week. He wasn't bad. He was okay. But they're that's what it's coming down to now. They're going to take Saquon away and say Daniel Jones beat me. And and to Daniel J- Jones' credit, he doesn't have great weapons either. You know, Galladay's right. been a total right. disaster of a, of a signing. He doesn't get on the field hardly. No, he doesn't play. Um, you know, and they have some solid like Sterling Shepherd's types are solid and, and whatnot. Some other guys are okay. But he doesn't have a lot of help. He doesn't have a really no. quality tight end, you, you know, that kind of thing. No. Um, so he, they're kind of doing – I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but I do think reality sets in with them. And they're not a 500 team, in my opinion. I, I, I agree with you 100%. The, the, the offensive line is the mess. The uh, two best edge rushers are still trying to get back to health and, uh, to be healthy enough to play in the game. Um, and even if they're at full strength, I just think that the Giants are still the bottom feeders in the NFC East until further notice. Now, next year and the year beyond that, 
they may be in, in deep in the conversation of being a, one of the better teams in the NFC East or the NFC for that matter. Mm-hmm. But as we know, the Giants right now, uh, they're a great conversation piece right now. They will be a topic of discussion next Tuesday for sure after that Monday night game against Dallas. Uh, but right now, the Giants are light years behind the other two teams uh, that are off to a 2-0 start in the NFC. Weird. Uh, so uh, A Warriors Rage says, if we knock the Giants for beating Mayfield and Tannehill, let's knock Hurts for beating Monday Night Cousins. Well, first thing is, um, when did the anybody knock the Giants yeah. for beating Mayfield and Tannehill? When was that ever yeah, said? really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting how people hear what they want to hear at times. So uh, where we live in, bro. I know. Uh, so anyway, um, no, I, in fact, I give the Giants a lot of credit for what they've been able to do so far. Barrett, so we were ranking our our undefeateds here. Um, mm-hmm. And we did the, I know you were here for the AFC, uh, but the NFC, it's the Eagles, it's the Bucks, it's the Giants. If you're ranking yeah. those three, how would you rank them? Bucks, Eagles, Giants. Yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. Bucks, Eagles, Giants. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I mean, it, it's still pretty self-explanatory. The Bucks, you know, got the best quarterback to ever play the game. Um, even without, you know, his, his receiver now, you know, Todd Bowles and his defense, you know, they're, they're so deadly up front. Their defense is so good, man. No yeah, question. It, 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 it doesn't get talked about enough how good yeah, the defense is. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Then. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they're they're well balanced. I don't know what their stick is against playing with the Saints. I don't know what that is, but you could tell they're they're still uh, top top team in the in 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 the NFC now in the conference. Yeah. Eagles, they they've made a way. They they're. They're up there at least in the top four. Yep. In the in, NFC co- in conference, you're saying. Yeah. 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 In conference, top yep. four in the conference, period. You know, yeah. and looking at who they've beaten, it's not like they've beaten slouches. And I know you guys probably already said this, but, you know, they beat a, you know, a, a good Vikings team. Yeah. They beat a good Packers team. And, you know, they're probably, probably on the same line as a, as a Packers team right now, you know, even with that quarterback that they have, I would say that they're right up there with the, you know, with the Packers. Cause I think that their our defense could really bode well against him. He could play, could play well. Cause they don't have the, they don't have the horse they used to have. So I think yeah. we play head to head. I think we'd be fine against them. I, I just think that when I look at the, and we'll do our full conference, uh, you know, power rankings later in the week. But when I look at the NFC, I don't. I don't see the juggernaut. Like I, I think, yeah, you want to say Tampa with their defense. That, that's look. That's fair. But yeah. I, I don't see anybody else here. Like I think not like you see in the AFC. No, right for sure. The yeah. AFC and the NFC are totally different animals, man. I, I, you know, and and you know, Dallas has got their issues even before Dak got hurt. Uh, we saw what the Vikings were last night. We've seen the Packers look just okay. Uh, you know, week one, Tampa. There's still a lot floating around with Tampa right. that you know, and, and, and Brady and whatnot. Nobody else really puts the fear of God. And I mean, no. Jameis turned nope. into a bad Jameis yesterday uh, or Sunday and threw three, three picks Niners. Yes. They have Jimmy G, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how explosive they are And the Rams, even coming off a loss week one, almost let Atlanta come back on them on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> Took a Jalen Ramsey pick in the end zone to seal that one. Yeah. Yep. So it's pretty wide open, man. Even even when you play against the Rams, you know, we always play well against the Rams. Yeah. You know, the last yes. time we played them, we you know, we we should have beat them. We didn't. It was here at home, wasn't it? 
two years ago. Yes. We played them at home. That year we went only won four games. Right. Four to possible. We had because we tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and we were a bad team. We almost tied it in, and that's going against Aaron Donald. We played well against Aaron Donald. I think yeah. Aaron Donald still doesn't have a sack against the Eagles. Yeah, that's, they do play well. I mean, look, the Eagles' offensive line is if, if you're gonna, they have the ability to stone even the best players. Yeah, you know, Lane exactly. does, uh, Mylotta, and and really, you know, Mylotta had kind of a tough night last night. Like he did really good in in pass pro, uh-huh. but there was a couple penalties, yep. and they do need to clean clean up penalties. By the way, there were so yes. many positives. But they've accumulated a lot of penalties the first two weeks. And a lot of that illegal receiver down the field, illegal man down the field, too much of that, man. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think how you – that's so hard to, to, to you know, because really you can't really fault the offensive line on three of those penalties because the way they do it, it's, it's a run-pass option. Right. And the quarterback can't wait so long <laughs> on the passing part to get the ball out. Because you're blocking, you don't even hear the pass part of it. When they give you the play, they give you the play, it might be 15 slant, and then they say the pass routes after that. Why stick not or whatever it is, and they'll yeah. say that. So you don't even hear that portion. All you're blocking is the run. That's all you care about is the run. And when you're blocking, you're thinking the ball, the running back is getting the ball every single time. So you're blocking responsibilities. Mm-hmm. He picks it up and he waits a second. And defense make a hold of the second, so he hit the second window. By the time you hit that second window, as an offensive lineman, you're getting up on the second level. Right. You're blocking a linebacker. So now you're outside, and, and that's so hard for an offensive lineman to deal with because you can only have one foot in the air crossing the line of scrimmage when the ball is in his hand still. Once the ball is released, you can be downfield. You can, you can turn on your way. But if this ball, if you if your foot goes down one yard uh, past it, that means you're 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 downfield. So mm. it's it's that's just a tough call, you know. The offensive line, you know, I, I know they get the blunt of it, but if you if, if a quarterback wants to wait one second and get the ball in the second window, you're screwed because you're going to be downfield, hmm. you know. And that's what the run pass. Op- that's the only thing about the run pass option is so hard to block. Yeah, because you don't know if he's handed it off because you're blocking like he's handed it off, and you got to get to your run responsibility. Yep. If you're double teaming up to that safe, I mean, to the um, linebacker, you got to double team that to that linebacker because if he gets the ball. You don't get that linebacker. That linebacker can make a play. No question. Yeah, so no question. it's tough. It's tough. All right. So a couple things around the league. Um, Mike Evans will be suspended. He's appealing it, uh, but he will be suspended for a game for the scuffle that he had with Marcus Lattimore. There's history with these two, of course, that goes back to I think 2017. But he was defending. He was mostly defending Brady, but it was it was a bunch of guys that he that he kind of got into it with. So he's. He's out. See, they're they're already hurting at receiver. Or, or or will he? Or will he? Because James Thrash is the appeals officer, a former receiver. Okay. Will he be suspended? He well, should be at least three games. I, unless it's a quick uh, appeal and review, he is appealing it. So maybe he'll be able to play this week. Supposedly, the appeal is being heard today. So okay, okay. So who knows? He may get a quick decision, may not. You know me. I'm hoping he's a no-show Sunday. I, I hope. Why if, is that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, who I, are they playing? I, just, uh, I don't know. I just hope he's a no-show <laughs> on Sunday. You are, you are full of it, man. Oh, 29 more likes. We need 20. Oh, oh. 
29, and we got a little over 30 minutes to go. Ah, Come on, people. You can do it. We might get there. It is not out of the question. So if you're wondering why Derek is so adamant about this, no, I just Green don't like Bay will be playing at Tampa on 425 on Sunday. Just they FYI. Will. Okay, they shocking will. that you want that to happen. <laughs> they, they do play this Sunday? Oh, yeah. I know. I had it's, no it's, idea. What a coincidence. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah okay. I just think a man who goes outside of the, the rules of the game should be suspended oh, for his right. transgressions. That's, that's all I – that's all I was thinking, Robert. Ah, that's that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know it stacked that tall, man. It's getting deep. Yeah, yeah man. I didn't know it's stacked that tall. Get your waders out. Get your oh, three eighty. What? Three eighty-five? Oh man, we're close. Fifteen away. Ooh. Um. So yeah. So that that's going to be interesting to see what the NFL does. You're right, Derek. That's an interesting point with Thrash that he's a former receiver. You know how that's going to shake itself out. Really good news last night um, on Dane Jackson. And oh, again, yeah. I know a lot of our attention was on, you know, the Eagles, but. Uh, Dane Jackson, who's a corner from the Bills, uh, looked really bad, uh, suffered an injury uh, to his neck and his back and was carted off. And, mm. and the good news was he had full you know, feeling in his extremities and all that stuff. Yeah. He's already been released. Uh, X-rays are clean. Good. CAT scan is clean. Uh, and they, there's no, no damage to his neck or his back or his spine. Thank God. Mm. Okay, thank God. That's so, so tough, man. That's so tough. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing scarier, right? I mean, there isn't anything scarier man, than that. We've we've yeah, seen that too many times, man, with the Daryl Stingleys and all that stuff. We've seen it too many times happen, man. I'm just happy the dude got up and walked off. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, so uh, this is a big one for the Chiefs. William Gay suspended for four games, league's uh, personal conduct policy. Uh, this dates back. He was arrested in January in, in Kansas on criminal uh, property damage. So he ends up uh, getting hit. That's a big loss. I mean, he was second on the team in tackles. He has the starting linebacker. He's good, too. He, he is good. Yeah, yeah no, he is. Why, so, does it, why does the league do this? Why do you wait until the season starts to do this? I, yeah, yeah, all the information way back when. Man. You could have done this. If, you could have made this announcement in August. Yeah, I know. Right. I like, know. Man, I hate when the league does this stuff. I know. It is uh, It is frustrating. And, it, you know. Uh-oh. Oh, we're, we're, we're only three away from what I'm hearing. Uh-oh. My sources are telling me we're only three away. Uh, so we're getting close. And if, so if you're not familiar, if, if we hit 400, I will do the gritty, I guess. Whatever the gritty is, I'll be doing it. So I like I said, I saw a couple guys do it. That was their touchdown celebration. I'm trying to remember who, who it was. Who there was, was a Hurts. tight end. There was a tight end. Who did it? Oh, did like do it too? Hurst did it at when he scored his first touchdown. Yeah. Okay, was oh. it was it Gasek? No, Gasecki? No, who, Mike who was it? They said the gritty was so bad they got to go back and practice it. Yeah, well, yeah. wait till they yeah. wait till they see mine if they think that was bad. Trust right. me, you All ain't right. seen yeah. nothing yet. My mine's gonna be as bad as it gets. Um, so yeah, if we get that today, we will we will pass that along. I'm waiting on word from Xander is the official counter of this. So if he tells me we got there, I believe it. We got there. Not that I don't trust the. The chat room. I do trust you guys. Trust me when I tell you that. Um, all right. Oh, I, oh, I, I just, I just will happen to like it. Where are we? Oh, oh, we should be over the top. Where are yeah. we, Barry? Um, are we there? I, I, I don't know where it looks. I just, I just. Wait, did I get a like in there? Gigi claims we're there. We're at four oh two. He claims. Did I get a like in there? Let me get a like. I was the one Whoop, like. To I get just it added over. a like. Yeah, it's over now. It's over. I got to give Stephen credit. This is a pretty good line. I'll hit the like button if Rob does the Queen's eulogy. Right. So, 
All right. So listen to this. And by the way, we got it. We're at 402. So I will I will record the gritty. Thank you, people. Thank you. I will, I will record it tonight. I'll have Maddie Ellis do the uh, do the camera work. She oh, you she's gonna make it. sure you do it right too. Yeah, that's she's right. I actually I'm gonna utilize right. her for, for no, instruction. It, it, so. No, Barry, it's not whether he does it right, it's whether he has the rhythm and coordination to do <laughs> yes, it right. Well, that yeah, we know yeah. I don't, so that's a given. <laughs> Um, no, so I was at, she had a game last night and we get back from her game. Uh, you've got to get home about six, I guess, whatever time it was. I don't remember, but, um, come back. I turn on the TV and it's, it's the national news, right? It's like uh-huh. ABC news or something. Freaking the entire half go. hour was the Here queen's funeral. I mean, Rob, leave that woman alone. It never stops. Like we're still doing this. Okay, Rob, they buried her. Okay. Yeah, it's oh. over. It's done. Now, you know what's going to happen now. The news tonight and the rest of the week will be who falls in line to succession to yeah. the throne. Yeah, Charles. The yeah. King Charles. Well, who knows? One of the other family members might bump him off. Oh, who knows? God. I just, it's enough. Rob, right. anyway. you have, Rob, you have no compassion for the queen. I am, <laughs> I am deeply shocked. As I said, the lady had a, the old lady had a good run. And now let's, oh, let's, put, it, let's put it to bed. All right. You can't, be saying, oh, you can't be saying old lady. All right. The experienced lady had a good run. All right. Enough. <laughs> How about well-preserved? Well-preserved. Yes. I, I but I, yeah, I'm sorry. Like when you're shocked that a 96 year old passed, that, that's what I, people, you know, the, the community is shocked at, at the 96 year olds passing 96. We're shocked. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm done. I can't do any more on this. So um, when we come back, we got some good stuff for the open talk. Uh, Some, some retire, but I'll do the gritty. I promise you we will, we will, I will deliver tomorrow. You know what, Rob? Somebody about an hour ago, somebody brought, I forgot who it was, brought up a good comment in the chat said, you know, how come Barrett always gets off easy on these challenges compared to Mm. Gunner and and Rob? And I thought, I get off. I get, I I know what everybody else does. What if I got off on? I don't know. I'm just I say, saying. I'm not, I say I'm not like saying it. Sing. I'm just saying what this in the chat. <clears throat> what, what else have I done? I, mean, I right. don't know. It was in the chat. I don't know. No, I'm but just I saying. think about it. Like hmm. Barrett, we 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 killed him to get Philip on. He got Philip on. Yep. We yeah. were. Oh, it was Mr. Taz. It was Mr. Taz. Okay. Said it. We we wanted what him. Do, to... What do you want to see Barrett do, Mr. Taz? What do you want? Well, wait, he... wait. Why do you let him? You, know, yeah, you are Woody. You. Here's Woody Woodpecker again. Friends like you know, them, friends yeah. like that. You don't need enemies. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, you know, all right, let me uh, look. I'll do. I'll bite the bullet with the gritty tomorrow. Give Barrett a break, man. He, he, mean, he will be. What did I know. do? I mean, what do you want me to do? I sang today. Yes. I was front. I didn't even. I, I was front and said I start and sang the entire. And then try to sing with you, and then you played me like. Uh, uh, you gonna say? Uh, I don't need you. I didn't need it. I said Thank I don't you. need your help, Barrett. I didn't, you. I, I didn't need your help. Exactly. I was just being honest. Yes, and you I, were throwing I, me off key. I and I, I was well. I don't have any keys. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and no. You're throwing me off. What Here's do you want? what I will tell you guys tomorrow. <laughs> just be ready because it's going to be ugly. I, I will promise you that. My oh, my gritty snap. will be will be. But I and I agree with Sills here. The Queen's funeral is like watching Weekend at Bernie's. Exactly right. That is correct. Oh, you know what I want to know? You know what I want to know? I want to know how Big Sills is going to talk about. Um. The whole game. How he's gonna talk about Jalen Mills, them throwing and everything. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You know, I want to know how he's gonna react. I know that's gonna be it's gonna be fair. You don't you don't want to go anywhere. Stay tuned, top of the yeah. hour. Man. You know, people in the chat, Lock people in. in this chat have been talking about they can't wait to get the seals at three o'clock. Yep. Like, woo, it's gonna be yeah. ugly. It'll be fun, yeah. man. That's what it's all about. You know what? That's the beauty of this is you give an opinion, 
you're either right or you're wrong. Yeah. People are gonna are, are gonna be all over you if you're They're wrong. Right to the carpet. Well, you know what it's like. It's like Barrett. Man. You can relate. It's like being an offensive lineman. If you get it right, it doesn't get brought up. Yeah, unless nobody you bring ever it says up. anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, you hear it if you get it wrong. That's for sure. But that's all right. That's why we put ourselves out there. All right. Yeah. So we will uh, we'll get a quickie here. We keep it rolling on the other side. We got some open talks, some movies, some birthdays, all kinds of good stuff. Some big time retirements in the NHL. But we'll continue the Eagles discussion as well. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett, Derek, Rob. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. back what's up everybody we are sports take jacob sports youtube network we're with you each and every day 12 p eastern to 3 p three hours of power what's the matter gunner i saw you shaking your head man everything good what's happening oh yeah right? we're just catching a quick snack went down the wrong pipe for a minute <clears throat> all right <laughs> don't, don't. Hey, these things are pretty good you guys shop at costco no i these sometimes 
This is a treat that Rob would like, man. It's 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 cheese popcorn and caramel mix. Ooh. It's really good. Ah, it costs. Like oh my goodness, it's like addictive. That's a, that's a healthy sized bag too, man. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people here, man. When I left the house, when I left the house yesterday, the bag was full. Right. It's less than half a bag left, so I'm getting my share now. You need it's, to get you need to get hiding spaces. Yeah, a little a little look for a little little stash. You need a stash, you, man. man. Yeah. I can't I can't hide, can't hide it from the adults. Can't hide it from the grandson. Tell can't it. hide nothing in this house, man. Even the dogs dying me out. I hear you, <laughs> man. Trust me. Um, all right. So two retirements from the NHL of note: PK Subban. Who had a very good career, you know, bounced a little bit, but uh, had a very good career in the NHL. Was a guy who was not afraid to to be the villain in towns and, and that kind of thing. But uh, he hangs it up at the at the age of thirty three. The other one is Zdeno Chara. Mm. Guys, twenty four seasons in the NHL. One of my favorite, one of my favorite players. Yeah, that that is nothing short of remarkable. I 20, mean, twenty four. Yeah, 24 in that league. So you know what kind of shape exactly. you have to be in to play in that league. Those guys can finish games and they get right on the bike. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. And the body shots they take during the game. Unbelievable. But he was a, he's an interest. So he's uh he's 45 years old. He turned 45. 45 in March. So he was playing this year at 45. Jeez. He is six foot nine. He was the tallest player ever to play in the yeah. in the NHL. And and lasted 24 seasons, man. 96 to 2022. That's a, that's an amazing, you know, feat. He's a future Hall of Famer, obviously. Those but, skates on, he was seven one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's a big My boy, man. Goodness. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck getting him down. So uh, two retirements there, uh, as far as the uh, the NHL goes. I, I mean, I, I look I, for for a guy like I don't care what sport it is. You're able to last one. Like what Brady's doing is, yeah, you know, we'll never see. Under any circumstance, uh, I, I don't think ever. Uh, certainly in that league with the beating that you take, I, I just don't see it. Uh, oh, I want to pass this along to you guys. So the uh, Joe Thomas, Darrell Revis, Dwight Freeney are uh, lead the first year eligible 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame nominees. Say it again. Uh, again? Uh, Joe Thomas, the yep. offensive lineman from from Cleveland. So the Browns. Yep. Darrell Revis, Revis Island, mm-hmm. and so, Dwight you know, Freeney, longtime. Yeah, long time cold, you know, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're uh, they're the 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 headline the list of the first the the nine first year eligible guys. The other ones, there's an interesting name here who I think deserves to get in. Local kid, Jari Evans. Yep, uh, long time uh, yeah. saint. Yep, great so player. You, yeah, phenomenal career. Uh, so you have Jari, Chris Johnson, the running back, uh, uh, Navarro Bowman, linebacker, James Harrison Barrett. You know, your, yep. Yep, one of your Steeler guys. He'll make it. Cam Chancellor from uh, from Cam the Seahawks. Yep. And punter. This guy was a great punter before anybody left. Shane Leckler was a beast as a punter. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't so, think Chancellor will make it first ballot. No. You think no, you think everybody else is in pretty good shape? Yeah, I think everybody else is. But I, I mean, there's there's some locks there, right? I mean, right, there's right, serious exactly. locks. Do, do, I, don't I mean, about, Revis. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about Bowman on his first go around. He was a great player. I don't know yeah. if he'll make it his first go around. I would Navarro, agree. Plus Navarro, he he um he retired kind of early. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wouldn't it do to head injuries or something? Yeah, concussions. Yeah. Yeah. So the fifteen finalists will be trimmed down to ten, and then five during the selection meeting, which is early next year. The final five candidates will need to get eighty percent of the votes uh, from the panel 
to get into the Hall of Fame. The roster of nominees consists of 67 offensive players, 50 defensive players, and 12 special teamers. And the the holdovers from 2022, guys that are re-nominated for for the next year, Jared Allen, the defensive tackle, long time with the uh, Vikings. Vikings, yeah, and uh, Chiefs, yep. Yep, Willie Anderson. uh, Uh, Dolphins tackle, right? Yep. Uh, Rondé, right. Rondé Barber, of course, Tiki's brother played defensive back for the uh, Ducks. Devin Hester, who was a great returner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Torrey Holt. The receivers are pretty strong. Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne. Wow. Good. Yeah. Uh, Your linebackers are Zach Thomas and Patrick Willis. Oh, wow. And and your edge rusher is Demarcus Ware. Yeah. 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 Pretty impressive. Not a bad list at all. Wow. Not at all. That's that's a good class. And how many uh, did they let in? uh, The finalists will be trimmed down to 10. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, the the committee is also going to consider. Don Coriel in the coaching category. Okay. And the three senior candidates are Super Bowl five MVP, Chuck Howley, def- defenders, Ken, uh, Ken Riley and Joe Klecko. And they mm-hmm. will also, they also will get in if they get support from the 80% of the voters in January. So I really hope Klecko gets in because he has been worthy for a yeah. long time. Yeah. That guy played everywhere. He played yep. the nose. He played D tackle. He played D end. Uh, and was part of what, even though that Jets team didn't achieve a ton as far as like Super Bowls or anything like that, that defense was nasty. That sack exchange. It is not even because oh, I, you know, I'm good friends with his son, but I mean, I'm yeah. just, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I think that he's that's well deserved that he, he should be in. Me too. I'm biased too. I'm, you know, Dan's such a good dude. Uh, Great but, dude. Great. You know, Joe's story is fascinating. He didn't, you know, he's playing semi pro ball after, you know, after high school and, Somehow he ended up at Temple. He dominated at Temple, but they didn't. He didn't get a lot of respect where he was drafted late. And then he goes to the Jets and just crushes it. So he, yep. uh, I hope he gets in. So anyway, uh, that's the uh, those. I thought those some of those names on there are killers mm-hmm. uh, for for that uh, this season and going beyond. All right, so some birthdays. Uh, we have Sophia Loren, who's still with us, wow. at eighty-eight years old. Sophia Loren, uh, who go back and look at some old Sophia Loren. You'll she was uh, she was strong back in her day. So anyway, 88 years old. George R.R. R. Martin, uh, Game of Thrones guy, author, 74 years old. Kristen, jo- uh, Kristen Johnson, actress, is 55. One of my favorites, and you may not know the name when you hear it. You guys know who Gary Cole is? No. Gary Cole. No, Gary, Gary Coleman. Cole is an actor who's been in a ton of different things. You guys have seen Office Space, right? Yep. He yep. plays Lundberg, the boss. I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. That guy with the mug, you know what I'm talking about. Yep, absolutely. He's hilarious. But he's good in everything that he does, that guy. He's been in a a lot of different stuff. Anyway, he's 66. Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys is 25 years old. His brother had a pretty good game last night. Mm. Uh, Red Auerbach was born on this day in 1917. He was the architect of the Celtics for all those years. Hey, I saw this. This is very cool, too, while I'm on that. Uh, the Celtics are go- going to paint the number six in the lane this year, and 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 a, I think a couple other spots on the court. They're they're gonna, basically they're honoring Bill Russell who passed away, so they're mm-hmm. they're going to do a lot of different tributes to him uh, who died. He was I think he was eighty eight also who died this past uh, this past summer. So that's all I got birthday wise. I don't know if you had any Gunner. I got some movies too that we can. Oh, uh, let's see. Did you did you miss Young any? Jock? Young Jock. Yes, Young, Young Jock. Jock. 
birthday. Yeah, Young Jock. Yes. Happy birthday, uh, Young Jock. Who the heck is Young Jock? A rapper. It's going down. Oh, oh okay. 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 Yeah. Everybody's young That's or Lil. Everybody's yeah, yeah. Lil or and Young. That, and they like fifty year old almost like they young something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A oh, little, you know. And then uh that um MMA fighter was saying, uh Khabib. I could I couldn't pronounce it, so I stayed away from it. Yeah, normal I I don't know. But y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, he's got the cauliflower ear. Yeah, he's yeah, got that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole thing going on. No, um, Rob, I can't think I can't think of uh I don't see any uh that jump out. All right. Uh the <laughs> movies. Rambo Last Blood came oh, out. Oh, that was a great movie. Day. You know you're geek. You know you're geeked about that. I oh, can't get it oh, yeah. man. I, oh, anything man. Stallone, uh, sign me up. He's got Stallone. a new one on Netflix. I think I gotta watch. I, I don't know. I forget what it's called. Let's see. Stallone, Statham. Yes. Niels, Nielsen. Yes. You know, Liam Neeson. I've got a unique um, set of skills. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Denzel and Equalizer. Ah, both Equalizers. Keanu Reeves in in John Wick, and but still, you know. Yep. You know, guy gets shot 45 times, bleeding all over the place, and he going to still kill 150 men. <laughs> Not unbelievable, but, I'm you know, the I'm still in, though, scene, man. I'm in. I'm still in, dude. My yeah. wife goes, that's all you do is watch blood and guts and blowing up. I said, what's your point? Yes. But see, yeah. the all-timer, though, the all-timer, Special Victims Unit, SVU, yeah. premiered in 1999. Oh, my God. Ah. Law and Order Special Victims Unit premiered in 1999 on today. Oh. Boom, drop that- right. Dude, that's a great one, by the way. That you, good <laughs> one. Mike. There we what go. The I, 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 think, I think that actually beat uh, the regular Law and Order. That had that had might have the longest run pr- uh, prior to it. Yes, regular. exactly. Yep. Samaritan. Um, Thank you, Scott. It's called Samaritan on Samaritan. PK. Yeah. The Cosby Show. Did that debut this year? Premiered uh, in nineteen eighty four. Oh my god! What? Oh, did it? What? Yep. Great show. Great show. And then and as then, the show uh, became more of a hit, they did the open where they're in the tuxedos and the gowns. Yep, Do you remember? Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, a, you know, yeah. You know. And then uh, Pan. Pan. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, my goodness. Pan. No, that, Pan? That, that, Pan. The Peter Pan movie is called, just called Pan. Oh, no. oh. Nothing. It was nothing. Nothing. No, I just, uh, uh, Downton Abbey, which I it's not my cup of coffee, but whatever. Uh, that debut, that the movie itself was 2019. Isn't that a TV show too? Never saw. My name never is saw. Earl. Never saw that. <laughs> my name is Earl. That was my name was Earl. Was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like that, that. Uh, what's his name? Jason Lee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ad Astra, which was a Brad Pitt movie. I didn't see about didn't see that space. First uh, Wives Club from from 1997. Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler, yeah. and okay. Diane okay. Keaton yeah. uh, came out that day. Uh, that's all I got. Movies. Barrett, some good polls with the TV. Who's shows. the boss came out? Who's the boss? I love yeah. that. Cody Danza. I love that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was classic 80s right there for sure. Um, all right. I want to get back to this because we're going to dive a little bit deeper into it tomorrow with the with the sort of we're still going to be certainly talking about this Vikings game, but then the look ahead starts. When it comes to I'll I'll ask you guys just your gut. When it comes to Carson Wentz. How do you feel? How do you feel about him? How do you look at it? I'm trying not to feel <laughs> anything. Uh, I, I I just I, I'm not even I, I I don't even like to talk about really Carson because I know he didn't get a fair shake, but I know he didn't deserve a fair shake. You know, it's mm-hmm. like to me, I'm I'm I'm. It's really hard for me to feel sorry for him, but I you know I 
I love that he's a, you know, I love that he's a man of God, number one. But I frown when he frowns at the, upon people that aren't of his faith and doesn't have time for him. I don't like that aspect of it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but I mean, as a player, there was a, there was a, there was a, a five month stint that he was the best quarterback in the NFL. A five month stint that he showed everybody that he was great, great, great. Yeah. And then, you know, that's an interesting point. I do wonder like if he doesn't, Get hurt. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different branches off that. Like, if he doesn't get hurt, do the Eagles win the Super Bowl? If he doesn't get hurt, right? Does, does this thing not come unglued? I mean, I, how? I guess how much of it was physical injuries versus the psychological damage of watching your backup quarterback win a Super Bowl? That, that and we don't talk game. about that much, but that is that is so real, bro. Yep. It is so real that your backup comes in and then you turn around and you get a second round backup and he just totally loses it. Yeah. He just totally lost. Well, I, I want to know what you meant, Barry, by when you said he didn't get a fair shake. What do you mean? I mean, he didn't get a fair shake because he didn't allow, he didn't allow his, his, um, he didn't allow himself to become the best player he can be. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the organization put him in a position to be the best player he could be. I don't know. They're, I think they rolled out the red carpet for him. You think? You know, they moved up and drafted him. They paid him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. His second year in the league, now you can't you can't control injuries, but they put the talent around him to succeed. Unfortunately, he was one of many who fell by the wayside and couldn't finish what they started. Um, and then all of a sudden in 2018, he comes back. I don't know if it was him or the organization. You know, but if you look at what happened after that Super Bowl year, the offensive line was decimated by injuries, you know, and he took a butt whipping. Did he take that personal that the organization didn't get enough for him? I, I mean, think that's what I, you know, I, yeah. I, I think that they, to me, he was like, all right, well, we don't think that you can muster up enough to be, you know, the, the quarterback of this team anymore. You just, you just haven't stepped up to expectations. Uh, you know, I, I think he – I think it was a combination of, like, his downfall here. I think it was a combination of he was not the same physically and he was trying to do things on the field that he used to be able to do. I think that he – it definitely and still to this day affects him that he had to stand there and, and watch what unfolded with Foles. And, and even, even next year, he gets hurt again and Foles wins a playoff game. We tend to forget about what the, that following year looked like. And then you and then you turn around and you draft the guys you drafted and try to make him use these players. Yes, you know the receivers, yeah. the trash receivers. The, I mean, Donnell Pumphreys, man. I mean, what 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 were you thinking about? <laughs> what were you thinking about drafting him? I, I know it was terrible. And then and then you draft a, you know a guy in the second round. Yeah, uh, exactly. on top of it because exactly. you clearly didn't trust him. I think it was all of that. He got the contract, started to sniff himself a little bit. And became a you know I got this yeah, you know, yeah like with the coaches he wouldn't he wouldn't listen man you gotta listen man yeah the the time when you start thinking that you know it all that's when you your your, your downfall is coming because mm. you you've always got to constantly be learning and, 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 and honing your craft and knowing that you know anytime you're the smartest guy in a room you got to go in a different room bro yeah you know what I'm saying and I think that he 
he doesn't take constructive criticism very well. So he, he just he just he, he hurt himself. He really did hurt himself. So he did all of this to himself. Um, I, I, I'm just a little shocked that no matter how it went down in Philadelphia, he had a chance to reprieve himself in Indianapolis. Yep. And in one season, one season, he destroyed his potential image in Indianapolis. His his former offensive coordinator went to bat for him to get him there. Yes. He made the offensive coordinator look bad. <laughs> it got so bad, the owner came out and trashed him publicly. And now he's got one foot out of the door. And when I say one foot out the door, I means in terms of being – a starter in the National Football League. I believe if he doesn't do it in in, in Washington, um, that he if he stays in his league, he'll be a backup somewhere. He'll be a habitual backup. Um, luckily, he made his money on the front end of his, under his of his career, not the back end, because it's not about the money with him now. It's about proving that he can play at this level, proving that he can fit in, proving that he can be a viable entity with an organization because those are all things that teams on the outside looking at him, how they perceive him right now. Yep. Yep. It's tough. You know? I think, you, yeah, Derek, that's a great point. Like you, there was a lot of stuff and a lot of baggage here in Philadelphia, which you can look at it either way. You can blame him, blame the Eagles, whatever. Right. Blame, yeah, cir- right. blame circumstances. Right. But you get to Indy, you get a fresh start. You got your coach, a yep. guy you're comfortable with. And if it yep. doesn't work out there and they're willing to go public with it to even hurting their own trade value, yeah. That's a bad sign. Now, in fairness to Wentz, we haven't – maybe it's only really two games in, but we haven't heard any real horror stories yet in Washington. No, right, right, you know what yeah. I mean? In terms of, like, it, it, lack of connection with his teammates and all those kind of things. So maybe, just maybe, it served as a wake-up call. It's possible. You, you can't mm. even say – you can't even put him right now. You When you when he went to – when he went to – to the Colts, you could say all things being equal, but you can't even say that now. You cannot say all things being equal because it was it was it was definitely it was definitely not equal. Um, the way he treated them, he had everything he you know you could want from a team going in there. You had a defense, you had the best running game in the league. Uh, you had a coach that believed in you, and you chose to 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 not do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let, let's move off the guy who's gone onto the guy who's here um, and just put a put a bow on this thing and what we saw last night. If this becomes the norm, you know, I'm not saying he's going to play as great as he played last night every single game, but if this is closer to the norm rather than the guy that you said, well, he's, you know, he's got a lot of potential, and if he could just do this, if he could just do that, if this becomes more of the norm, credit more to him to the organization for developing him, taking him to that next step, Sirianni, Steichen, you know, et cetera. Uh, how do you how do you hand out the congratulatory stuff when it comes to him? I would say you start with him for taking it on himself to to make himself better, uh, and then a very close second has to be the coaching staff identifying what his strengths and weaknesses are and catering that offensive system to his strengths to make him a better NFL quarterback um, because both have worked admirably through the first two games yep. of the season. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, look, I, I, couldn't, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say it any different because, you know, he, he, he grabbed the reins and 
and made it happen out there. But I think, you know, Steichen called a great game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To put him in position also. Yeah. Yeah. And then all the other, you know, all the other pieces came together and played out of their mind too. So yeah, you know, it's, 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 he wasn't him by himself, but he, you know, he had a lot of help. But he sure did help himself. Yes, he did. Well, and and I think you're seeing a guy who's willing to be coached and willing to get better. I mean, we know Absolutely. the intangibles are certainly there uh, with Jalen and have been uh, throughout his career. All right, that'll do it for us, fellas. Good job today. I uh, want to thank Xander Krause. Hey, thanks to everybody for hitting that like button because now I, I get to do the Yeah. Oof, lucky me. Uh, so I will, uh, I, I, I'm going to go to YouTube and find out how you do the gritty first. Yeah. Off, right? Yeah. You gotta go, you got to go, you got to go to, go to, um, go to Justin Jefferson, go to gritty and Ju- Justin Jefferson, and they'll give okay. you a game plan. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to go to the origins of where it came from. I guess it came from a locker room in high school, but you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see. I you'll thought see. gritty was the flyers mascot. Now I know it's the dance that I'm going to be doing, uh, tomorrow. All right. So uh, thanks to everybody in the chat room. Thanks to everybody streaming. Thanks to everybody for listening. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be interesting with Dan. Uh, Uh He's not the biggest Jalen Hurts guy, but he is going to have to answer for that today. So you want to stay tuned for the National Football Show. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Have a great, great Tuesday, everybody from the gang at Sports Day. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.